Hello, guys. Welcome in. Episode 11 of In the Zone. With me right now is Matthew Rodriguez. Say hi. Hello. Uh, Jacob Husband. Hello. And Gustavo Gomez. And introducing a new guest, uh, welcome in to his first episode, uh, Cameron Kazmierski. Say hello. Hey, how's it going? All right. So on the docket, we literally have absolutely everything up on ready to go. We are just going to be asking random questions. You know, this is Penny for your thoughts. So, uh, Jacob, would you like to get us started? All right, well, since Nick over here wanted philosophical and uh, deep questions, I came up with one. Why do you think people hate others? Interesting question. That is a good, that's a good one. That's a deep one. All right, so does anyone want to start off? Like, uh, what do you mean, for so like uh, on how they hate? I think person? whenever I hear the word hate, I think of towards a specific group. I don't think towards one person is as much hate as it is resentment or dislike. Right. Mm -hmm. So I in this case, I would think that it's th this hate is referring to religion, race or um, economic status. So mm -hmm. that, that's just my initial thoughts. I don't know if you guys have any. Yeah. So I think that you would hate someone for the religion because it represents something that's like contrary to what you believe and so it might disprove you in some way so like uh an atheist and like a christian or something like that like that is like a perfect example you would hate them because of the fact that they have the belief that god isn't real or something like that you know whatever they have their belief or like race because of past issues you know all that stuff so i i don't know if you guys feel any different i think the hate is not necessarily justified in any sense in the fact that there's not really one really good reason. Like you can't hate some. You can hate someone if they murdered your family. Mm -hmm. I don't think you hate. I don't think you should hate them over like a religion or something like yeah. that. Yeah. I think when you're talking about religion, you say like an atheist and a Christian. That's not really a hate, but a disagreement more. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, like, in yeah. some cases, I'm sure there are people that hate people for what they believe in, but most of the time, I think it's just purely disagreement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I feel like it's like old past traditions or like. Uh, thoughts that people kind of wire themselves into, you know, if you tell your child, oh, this certain group of people isn't uh, all that well, that child's going to grow up to fuel this hate and, and have this kind of perception of uh, how these people are because of their mind being filled up with all this uh, nonsense. So I guess that's how, like, I feel like hate is really born. So Gustavo, Jacob, any any thoughts? I mean, yeah, I guess for, uh, you could say the same thing that it's it's like like your parents, not parents, maybe like anyone that you kind of like look up to or like you admire, uh, you, they kind of like breed stuff into you, I guess. So mm -hmm. I guess hate could be like a really good one. But I mean, like you can't really like feel it like just by like you know. It, it, it's like, literally injecting yeah their perception into your yeah. mind. So then let me ask this: which is more important, nature or nurture? Like, do you think that? you become like you were already born to be what you were or do you think that you become what you are so like basically are people inherently bad do they inherently hate some sort of people no no not at all so don't, you don't think that people are inherently bad they just become bad or they make poor choices or whatever they have you ever heard of, uh sorry you, you were gonna no, say? Just definitely agree oh okay yeah like it's kind of like the tarzan theory like you know this kid grows up with a bunch of monkeys and like he adapts with them he kind of acts like them so it, I think of the same way with like any kind of human being, you know, they just adapt and sort of act upon whatever his surroundings are. For sure. I think nurture plays a much bigger role in who you become than nature. I mean, what is there? 
an argument to even explain how nature or so the way someone is when they're born like it, it's like fate like how you mm -hmm. can't you can't prove that but nurture obviously you can prove because that's who you become it's the people around you so then influences you let me ask can anyone change so can you turn like i'm not saying like turn hitler into jesus christ or something like that you know <laughs> what i mean like not like that level but like can anyone change so where they are so they're like an alcoholic they're a drug addict or they're well, that, a former convict of something yes. do you think that they can still become a, a contribution to society yeah sure. that's another thing like you know hitler uh this is really controversial but uh like Hitler and different kind of perceptions was, you know, a positive influence for some societies, especially, you know, his, his uh, German empire, but like in certain aspects, I don't want to say anything where yeah, he's not, uh, he's not approving <laughs> of anything Hitler did. He's just saying this is like, Gustavo, I saw you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, you. I mean, like the thing, it's kind of goes off topic just a little bit, but like, yeah, you could, you can definitely change like yourself. Like, like you can see a change in yourself. Like, the thing is, if someone else can't see it, then it kind of like goes to goes to a just, waste just, almost. Because just, like, yeah. like yeah, although like I I think that I may have changed somehow, another person still views me a different way, no matter what. Yeah, so like, for sure. Little, yeah, preconceived ideas. All right, Jacob. What was the second part of this question? All right. Well, the second part of this question is: Have you ever hated someone, or really, really passionately disliked? If you don't like the word, so yeah. Matthew. I know you have a story that you want to say. Uh, well, I mean, I would say, hey, but uh, going a lot, giving a lot of thought and trying to uh, grasp upon the real thoughts of it, I, I wouldn't so-called call it hate. But uh, yeah, there has been definitely some people where I dislike them, but that's mostly because of how much of a shitty person they are rather than like who... Who, what race they are and like so then what was like give us the story then well uh i, I would like to talk about it like a lot more deeper and later uh, i wouldn't want to start and begin with that just yet but uh let's just say like you grew up with this person and like you think he's like your friend and everything but then like once you actually truly see him for like a different kind of way it's like I don't know, it just kind of like taints all those other memories and like paintings you like kind of sort of shared with him and it just you it's a feeling of like breakup but that you can't ex quite explain. You know? Yes, that and that's where I feel like the hate comes from inside of me where it, it feels like so you've been like this all this time. It's like you know, like the Dark Vader reveal, like, oh my gosh, you're my father. Like, you know, that kind of stuff. Not great example, but you know what I mean. Okay, has there been anyone that you guys have ever resented then? Like for like either making you who you are or like going you along a path or anything like that, you know? I can't say I have, no. I've never had an encounter with anyone or, or an experience with someone that made me feel that way. I feel that, to that extent. this is gonna be like proper, proper bad. I love my mom to death, but I resent the hell, because I take so many personalities from my own mother that is like, almost uncanny like i remember i've had this argument with her it's like whether you like it or not you're the one who made me like the way i am like if you if you would find me annoying you're the one that made me that way you know it's like I, I don't hate my mother in any shape because it's like all the traits that i get like the need to constantly like be a be a center of attention like even right now you know what i mean or the need to uh be heard the need to win like everything that i've been shaped into to where i have it to like the full power of it to where it's like the wrong side of it I feel like I've gotten it more from my mother than I have from my father or my brother. 
because like I, I like my my family does a good job of raising me. Like they had to put up with me every day. I think everyone family can say that. You know what I mean? You, you, they have to put up with you every day. So you you got to have some sort of respect. And I respect the hell out of my family. And I love my family dead. But I resent them for making me like, I don't want to say particularly like a monster because I think that's a little bit too far. But like just making me, you know what I mean? Making me like different. Like I respect it. I like it. And I hate it at the same time. It's yeah, something that's like you can't put your finger on. Although you might resent that like it's something you have to appreciate. I mean, yeah, I, I can appreciate it, but I can also resent it because it's like all my bad qualities I feel like I get from that part of the, the family. It's like they could have been like, obviously not all of my qualities, but you know what I mean? Like the majority of my qualities, I feel like I the bad ones, I feel like I've gotten from my mother. And I feel like that right there is the reason that me and her are never going to have as good a relationship as me and my dad. Because me and my dad has a better, like, because more opposite mm -hmm. in that sense. Mm -hmm. So it's like, a better relationship. So no matter how much I want it, I don't think I'll ever have as good a much a relationship with my mother as I will with my father because of the way I was raised and what I experienced. Because my mother, uh, she had to raise me a lot alone because my dad had to like work all the time. So she had to put up with me as a little kid all the time. And so everything that she did, I ended up copying. You know, nature nurture as you as you can expect. You expect yeah. you to get it from your father, but in this case it was the environment I was raised. And the environment I was raised in I was the one that constantly got in trouble, so I'd always fight it. So, yeah, I, I can see why I've, I've become who I am because of my mother. And I don't, I don't hate her. I will never say I hate my mother, but I do resent her for making me that. You know what I mean? I wouldn't. Uh, well, you see, the way I see it with that is just that, like, I feel like at a certain age, you are built upon and matched up by your parents. But after a while, your peers are what you create. But that's the issue. I feel that, me personally, I feel that I'm never going to be able to escape that mental fortitude that I am this. You know what I mean? Like, no matter how much I try, I'll always be me. You know, it might be better, it might be for worse, you know, but, like, I'm always going to be me because of my parents. Because that's what I've been ingrained in my whole life, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm finding it difficult now trying to, like, either go away to college or do, be my own person. That it's, like, it's a lot harder to change just like that at this stage in your life, yeah. you know? Yeah. No, yeah. I thought you were about to add watch these. Not really. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I've had these talks with them before. Like, uh, I've literally had that talk where it's like, I don't hate you. I respect the hell of you and I love you, but I resent you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, like, I've had these talks with her that it's like, you are the person that made me who I am, whether you like it or not. You know, I get my traits from you. So if you like hate on me for that, you're looking right into the mirror, bro. <laughs> not, in that, not in that sense, like, okay. but you know what I mean? Like, metaphorically. Yeah. 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 Like, you are what you, you reap what you sow you know what i mean so like if you give crappy advice then the oh, crappy advice is going to give them back to you if you give a crappy response crappy response is going to give back to you if you're a jerk to someone you're they're a jerk back to you you know that's exactly what i mean like that's why i feel like the hate is like kind of bounces off of each other sometimes yeah. because like if you're shitty to a person they're going to be shitty right back to you i mean there are obviously some people like in our lives that are, like no matter what you do they're always going to be by your side you know so then I'd like to pose the question. So I remember I wrote this down. So if you were to be in an open chair therapy, which if you guys don't know what it is, I'll explain it really quickly. Basically, it's a form of therapy where someone is like put in a chair, there's a blank chair before them, and then they'll imagine that there's someone in that chair that they trust and they love and they, they can confide into. It's a, it's a way to deal with like post-traumatic stress disorder, like something of the like, where it's like, or like a mental disease. Or, like, you know what I mean? It's something that's used to help them talk and get their issues on, like take that 
I feel like this is probably a pretty accurate thing if like something's on your chest. It feels like it's getting a poison extract. Like that. Get it off your chest. So out of your lives, who is the people that you would trust the most? Or who is the person that you would put in that chair? Like whenever you think of an open chair and you want to talk to someone, who is that person that you look over and see? You want to start? I mean, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Like, yes, I love my parents and I love like like all my family. But I feel like like the only person that I can trust is like you know my own self conscious I guess like I'm not like myself like I I just don't see how like I can put myself in a situation like that like yeah I could tell my parents everything but like it's just not really like it's not the it's, same it's not their like their job to like it, it is it their is job. literally it is, their, it job, is yeah. their job yeah job like at the same time at one point you got to realize that like sometimes you got to deal with your own problems like it, mm-hmm. you can't really like just be telling other people like, or you can't run from them yeah you yeah. can't run to someone. Yeah. What about you, Cam? I would probably be my brother. I mean, uh, I'm the same as you guys. I'm really close to my parents and have a lot of love for them. But just like someone that you're not as close to who could be less, who doesn't know you as well, because my brother and I aren't super close. So it would be like a, a guy that I know is wise and cares for me, but doesn't know enough about me to have a tainted perspective. So it would just be like talking to someone that cares about you, but doesn't know enough about you to change. Yeah, like they won't try they and help. They you. won't change their way just to help, like just to please you. They'll change exactly. it just yeah. based on like yes. what's actually given in the situation. Yeah, for sure. So, what has helped your brother like become that person that you think of that you would talk to? Well, your parents. He's uh, he's four years older than me, so he's in college, and and uh, we were never super close, but um, through like experiences I've had and, and things that have gone wrong in my life, he's always been like the person I felt I could talk to, especially recently. And, and we've been able to bond over things and we're so dissimilar from each other that I think like his perspective would be helpful to me because it wouldn't be mine, you know, it, it wouldn't be so close to mine. It's so far from, he, he thinks so differently from the way I think. So, I mean, that's just like the person I would turn to for sure. Right, what about you, Jacob? Um, I don't know most of my family a lot because I've always been sort of like very quiet in my family. So like I barely know my sister Lainey, barely know my sister Maya. I don't like my sister Rory. <laughs> my dad was like on and off in my life because of like work and like the divorce. So I... I guess my mom. You would go your mother? Yeah, because she's she's been there like every distinct time in my life. She's always been there. Like the time that like I was admitted to the mental hospital, she was the one who took me. Like the time that we went to Europe, she was the one who wanted to go with me. And like I stayed at her house most of the time during the divorce. So I just grew like a connection with her. So that's that's probably who I'd put there because out of all the family members, I, I trust her the most out of them. Matthew? Uh, for me, it would probably be, my throw out names, but JR. Um, she's a really good friend. She uh, was always there for me whenever things would come near and whenever I, like, I don't know how she did. Like, you know, those kind of people, like, I don't know how you deal with my bullshit. Like, sometimes you feel like it's too yeah, much yeah. for yourself. Yeah. And 
definitely she's like my therapy chair and like she helps me a lot whenever I uh, have issues and I just need to find a different kind of way of view that's other than mine because sometimes mine's not always correct so yeah she's definitely so would you say that she's not your opposite but like in the sense that she's like the bright way of thinking when it, like she'll she's your cool head you know what i mean like your your yeah. ultra personality that's a good better person my a calm a, yeah, a, a calmer sense yeah <laughs> is there anyone that you guys feel that like no matter where you are they're always like with you like you know not like dead person like in spirit like that but like they're always like like if you just think of them it's like that where it's like a calming sense you know what i mean yeah. is there anyone do you have my mom yeah wait what Christina Martinez, if you are still in the building, please report to the main office. Christina Martinez, please report to the main office. No, hell no. I'm keeping that blue Grammy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like your mother is just someone that, I mean, not for everybody, but yeah, for a lot of people, your mother's who raises you and who you just can always feel like you have a bond with. Um, I feel like no brainer for me. For me, there's two people. I'm going to say Eddie Ruiz, if you guys know, I don't think, you might know who he is. You might know, you definitely know who he is. So, like, I would say Eddie would be the one for me because, you know, he's been my best friend. Like, he was my first friend when I moved to uh, Spring, the whole district since Pflugerville. And so he had to put up with a lot of my stupidity. You know, I think everyone was kind of annoying in sixth grade. So he had to put up with that basically every day. Uh, seventh grade, we kind of moved apart because he went to Hildebrand and then I stayed there for a even though I could have moved to Hildebrand as well, but like I stayed at Criminal because that's just where I felt associated with. And then uh, eighth grade, we didn't really talk. And in ninth grade, we had the class together and it was like the greatest class ever. Like, I think we set like a world record for like holding the middle finger up in the class without getting noticed. And it was like <laughs> two minutes long, whopping two minutes right there. <laughs> just holding that up right there, pride and pride and prejudice right there. Uh, middle English class, that was great. That was pretty great. But it's like, he's been through like the highs and lows. He's seen me at my most vulnerable, and he's seen me at my strongest, and he's seen me like in everywhere in between. So it's like, he's always been there for me, you know, whether or not like we talk as much as we do because COVID, which I think like everyone has that friend that like they, they miss that they don't talk to them as much. And it's because of COVID. And so he's in line for that because he's always been like, the rock on my like dude side of friends that's like always been there no matter what, you know? So if I ever needed to talk to him, if I needed to vent, you know, during my like uh, depression issues, he was like the first one that I talked to. He was like the only one that I was like, I, I could really trust. Like even like, that's something that's like, I don't know if Jacob can relate. Like that's something that you try not to tell your family because it's such a rocking thing. That's like, once they hear about it, it's like, holy crap, this is what, what's been going on behind the scenes. I don't know. If, that's just my inherent distrust of people other than like my friends, like my really, really close friends because I see them so much or because that's just, you know, me, you know, but like, I didn't want to tell my parents cause I knew that that would just rock the world. And then that that's something that you just don't want to hear from your son, you know, especially the one that you just don't see show any emotion whatsoever, you know, but like he was the one that saw me like at that stage. And he was the one that, well, Matthew was the one that got me out of that because I don't know if I would have made it from there. But, like, Eddie was the one that I first talked to, and he was, like, the one that was just there. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. So that's who I would put in that open chair, and that's who I would, like, say. It's, like, if I think of him, he's, like, he's a good calming sense. It's, like, this is what you have to do to, to stay like this. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. And, like, yeah, to add on to, like, what you were saying, like, sometimes we don't 
exactly speak upon our uh, issues to our parents. It's just like my parents, my, at least for my dad, he came from a different country. So like he doesn't really sort of grasp or like understand exactly everything about like mental health and like how society is built now. Like, you know, it's everything's changed except him. So like whenever like, I guess I would try to speak to him about like things of that nature. He he would just be like, "Why are you so depressed, man? Like, come on!" Like, yeah, I feel like that's a big thing with like a bunch of like immigrant yeah. families. I guess like they don't really understand. Like, I, th- I think you know, to like, say like something like that that's easier said than done. Like that's something that everyone wants to experience is the fact that they don't want to be upset, they don't want to be depressed, they don't want to be angry, they don't want to be sad, frustrated, whatever the hell you have. No one wants that. But it's so much easier said than done to get yourself out of that. Yeah, especially you know? like being like, because like, I feel like that's going to be a big problem. Not a big problem, but like, you know, it's like a major thing like with like a bunch of people in this area. Because I mean, like, we're, we're, there's a bunch of like Latinos here and like their parents are not really like, you know, yeah. as... I won't say educated, but like, yeah, they're as, wisdoming. Like, that's yeah. probably the best. They're not as wisdoming. Yeah, as and like, I feel like it's good that, I mean, as we go on, we're, we're luckily going to have to tell our kids how our experiences are and how like different we are compared to our parents and like how like we're going to move along. That's good. But I mean, at the same time, it's harder for us since like a bunch of people our age are going to be like first gen, like college students and stuff and all that. So sure. that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. And like that, that's why, like, I just really don't like how that way of thinking is with certain parents. Cause like, like the way how my dad told me, like, you know, the way how you think is weak. That's how he considers it. Like, I mean, I laugh at it, but it's like, yeah, that that's like the unfortunate reality is that some people just outright state that, you know, it's like because they just don't understand the whole situation, you know. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, sometimes you don't want to react so shitty with someone because you don't know what the fuck they just went through. You know, someone could like, you know, uh, cut you off and in, uh, in the traffic, but you don't know if like, you know, somehow they got their kids taken away or. Or like that's the like that's the last you know what I mean like you don't want to be the person that really pushed them over that edge or like really sent them down you know what I mean yeah they're and uh, that's where again hate comes from yeah I think that me personally I know I talk a lot like I, I feel like I talk a lot of like bad stuff like to, to people like I insult people or anything like that but at the end of the day like I've always said it like if I if I consider them a acquaintance or a friend I will always say like dude if you need to help or yeah, if you need help, like I'm here for you, you know. If you just need the vent, I'm here for you. It's like I don't say it just to like say it sometimes. I just say it just to, like, because it's like repetition. Because it's like you expect to hear it from me. You know what I mean? So it's like whenever it's not there, so like Jacob and you guys in Europe probably experience this most because that's like one of my most active classes. When I wasn't there for like those two, three days, it was like probably dead quiet, you know, because it's just Julian. It's like it's something that you take. I would I try to be something that's like a rock in your life and the fact that like you take it for granted until you notice it's gone. You know what I mean? And so I try to be that type of person where it's like, it's always a constant in your day. It's always going to be something that you can expect. It's at least something that you can look forward, forward in quotation marks to, you know, depending on the person. So that, that's just me personally. All right. I think you want to ask your question. Oh, uh, they, uh, they haven't gone through. Oh, like, oh. oh Gustavo. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Start let, us off. Let me see. Um, see how had oh i feel like this one isn't as like deep as y'all's questions it's, it's all right it's it's all right. Right. None so, of mine are. So, so like <laughs> yeah i guess yeah i know i wanted you to be fun at the same time like uh, we didn't have you for fun yeah you so, and gustavo have good ones so like if y'all had to go back in time to like a certain uh 
like time period, what would it be? Hell and like why? Ooh. This is one of my final questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you some time to think uh, and I'll answer mine. Me personally, I since I was growing up in this 2000s, uh, I, I absolutely adored the, the music, the shows, the, the Super Bowl, the sporting, everything was great about it. Yeah. My interest, everything was great about the teachers. Every, like literally everything was great about the 2000s for me. Because I can remember all like vividly on Saturday morning at like 7 p.m. Waking up and seeing Power Rangers on the, on the TV. No, not even. Listening to Adele, like set, rain to, yeah. set fire to the rain. <laughs> and then at 7 o'clock at night, skipping out of the church to listen to Spongebob. Or watch another like whole new episode of Spongebob or Dragon Ball. Or something like that. Like Kai or something like that. I can just vividly remember these things just, just throughout the day just enjoying this stuff. You know what I mean? You remember Pop Tropica? Like oh, Yes. <laughs> Yeah, uh, what's like, it? Uh, the penguin one. Uh, Club, oh, penguin. Penguin. Club penguin. Club penguin. Things like that. Yeah. Dire would be kid to come out. Yeah. Of course. So any time in history, and you choose to be a kid again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like why would you not want to? Why would you not want to be a kid? I, I mean, I'd want to go to like ancient Greece or some shit. Like, why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what's good about it? What's good about ancient Greece, my dude? Cool. It's I mean, yeah, yeah, but you die because you become like, an empire type stuff. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. cool. But that's good to talk about, yeah. but it's not good to experience. Or like, yeah, 1970s yeah. and you got good music. I would like, say 60s if you're going to go. Shit. I would say 60s. <laughs> 70s were sick. I would say yeah. 60. Yeah. 60s, 70s. 60s, 70s. If you're gonna, if you're gonna be like a hipster, you gotta go 60. Like oh, yeah. there's no other choice. Beatles. Freaking no, I agree. All of that. Oh yeah, Warhols. Are, yeah, that's a banger right there. We'll get into that later. But I mean, personally, I think 60s, 70s would be so badass. But beyond that, I think like 1920s. You know, like. 20s, 30s, kind of great Gatsby arrow, and everyone wore suits yeah. and drove like dope ass convertibles. Yeah. Would you ever be would, like rich yeah, in wait. the in the 30s? Would have been so. Cool. So like, if you brought like a thousand dollars, like whatever is in your bank account, if you brought that that money into the 30s, bro, you would be like, exactly, you'd be like going all the, the way to the top of New York, bro. The knowledge that you'd have. Oh be, yeah. I mean, anytime you go, back, yo, yeah, you can invest in whatever the hell you want. You can yeah. predict where you can steal great Gatsby before it got stolen. <laughs> like, yeah, you like, can literally rewrite history. Yeah, you right, okay. So then, what would you guys rewrite if you could go back to like a time? Nah, that's not my. That's that's too deep. I'd just be chilling. You'd be chilling. You wouldn't yeah. rewrite. You want you tell like, me you don't want to. You don't want to like shoot no. Hitler as a baby or something. No, no, no. no, no. I feel like because that's a there's a butterfly. No, but like without yeah. the butterfly effect, what would you no, change? No, 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 it can't. Like within it reason, it just can't work. If it like wasn't, yeah, so like if you shot it. Hitler, like the Jews wouldn't die, but like not everything. But else that would change happen. everything. Yeah, yeah. Change you know our everything. industrialized uh, or industrialization wasn't really as progressed because of him. I mean, but yeah, like, that's what I mean. But we don't, I mean, we don't. You don't even have to explain that. We already know that. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like I was saying, uh, wait, wait, where were we? Oh, the era, yeah. era what time era, period. What era? Would yeah, you mean? honestly, dude, I'd say probably like seventies, eighties. Really? I, I want to push like more towards like late eighties because like that's whenever like like I guess like you're kind of like in that mix between like yeah that seventies era and then you're starting to get like you know like new stuff. Mm. Yeah. Push our technology. And, yeah. And uh, urbanization. Yeah. I think I would go two thousands first. 82nd and I'd probably go 60s 30 because I'd want to experience what the Beatles was like when they first came out just to see how meteoric that rise would be you know what I mean so like 80s would be like the, for the music 60s would be for the vibes and then 2000s would be for the nostalgia yeah that'd be my sure. personal Jacob what about you buddy bro 
Dude, I'm a history nerd, so like, I'd probably go back to like the beginning of Rome. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Like, yeah. dude, I and like on your thing of like change history, dude. I would so save Julius Caesar. I'd be like, <laughs> homie, get out, bro. Uh, they about to stab you, dog. <laughs> Ancient time would be cool. It'd just be so much simpler. Yeah, yeah but like you'd also like, die, and then like yeah. you, there's so much more that could go wrong than like the six like I would gods. go back to the invincible, but like like I, I, like ancient Rome, like yeah, that's so cool. Like just imagine witnessing like the fall of the Roman Empire and all that stuff. That and is, why is it yeah, up with bro. you and the fall? You compare like everything to the fall of the Roman Empire. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay, that was wrong. That was it's wrong. Cool. No, but like I remember <laughs> you compared cool. the freaking uh, the society, the America right now to the society and joke on how it's going to turn out to be like the fall of ancient Rome or something like <laughs> yeah. that. It's like, dude, you literally relate everything to the fall. You can relate a, a freaking uh, Tostitos Fiesta Bowl to like the freaking. Follow Rome company. Yeah, the they forget Charlie D'Amelio, like the follow <laughs> Rome. <laughs> uh, uh, Rome man. was a pivotal point in history. A pivotal point in history, man. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but like, I wouldn't live there, though. Like, to yeah. live okay. there? Yeah, like, all right. Yeah. I would like I'll, to I'll experience admit. it, like, yeah, from a like, distance, but I wouldn't like to live in it. Yeah, like if I could like time travel and just like sit in my machine and like have a bunch of food and crap and just kind of look <laughs> yeah. and stuff, then yeah, totally. Because yeah, obviously the living room, like you would, people would like like people would like shit in the street and, and like it would be like nasty and <laughs> it'd be like India now. Don't take it personal, anyone. Don't take it personal. Nah, screw it. <laughs> I'm about to get, I already get, get canceled in Cuba and freaking Honduras, so who cares? Let's say, like, if it were an ancient place, I'd do like Tenochtitlan, you know, oh, old Mexico oh, city, just to yeah. see the whole and city. The, yeah, the and the food culture, and they were so powerful and luxurious. I'm going to give some love to the Bantu. I'd like to see how they, like, just traveled the world. Mansa Musa, is, like, that's another oh, thing that I'd like facts. to, I'd like to be bros in Mansa. Yeah, Mansa Musa, that me, oh, my, or Genghis yeah. Khan. Genghis Khan would be the lot. Dude, oh. one in every three Asians, one in every three Asians is a descendant from Genghis yeah, Khan. Yeah, yeah. So you know that man got busy. So, yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, I'd like to be friends. friends with them. No, but, like, if you're just, like, oh, right-hand man, kill hell you. Yeah. No, he you, probably, if you know that you're not going to die, though. If you know that you're not, you tell me you wouldn't bang, you wouldn't go like and bang with Genghis Khan. Be like his Marco Polo. Just be like, no, like I'd rather just like chill with some Bro, he was he's literally the most the richest person in the hit. He was worth four hundred and fifty trillion dollars at his peak. No, Genghis Khan was the most the richest person. He boned the most people. Like he had the most land. Mansa Musa had a ton of like stuff, and that would be like fun back in the time. But like if I'm going for like the life and knowing that I'm gonna be like set for life. Hell yeah, give me Genghis Khan, If bro. you really think about it, man, Genghis Khan is the closest thing we've gotten to Thanos. He literally collected the whole country of Asia, or the whole continent of Asia, the whole, like, countries in Europe. He, no, it's like he's part like, of Africa. Like, this man is going for the infinity he's stone. He killed so many people where he changed the carbon footprint of how human beings <laughs> was. Like, yeah. one man. <laughs> China built the whole Great Wall just because of it. Wait, him. Look, at, look at how much, how many uh, kids did he have? I think it was 1,400, if I remember correctly. It's like your. How many kids did the Genghis Khan have? OG population. The Genghis Khan. Kids. Uh, there's kids. no way it was 1,400. Where's oh, Jamie? Jamie? Number. Uh, All right. Ah, oh, she really doesn't even say. You need a fact checker, Nick. How many sons? 
40 sons. But no, like, there's no way it's only 40 But sons, that's though. recorded. I mean, that's like, recorded. Yeah, I know it's only like, 40 It's assuming that each son tried to have an heir. You could, like, just keep. Yeah. But you would have to. I know yeah. he had, like, a bunch of incest as well. Oh, uh, he even yeah. killed his own brother and all that. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. That dude has. That guy was living the life, though, honestly. <laughs> that's not. You wouldn't want to be, like, alongside him. No, are you kidding me? Dude, you can do no, whatever no, the hell you want. Like that lifestyle is too much, dude. It would be brutal, I think. Yeah. yeah you would Your be... legs would be tired and you'd be like... <laughs> yeah, you'd be, <laughs> you'd be constant. Like, he wasn't like, even moving a fucking toe. Like, why would, you, why would you want to be a nomad when you could live in some, like, cool wonder of the world? What? Well, what I would do is uh, the place I would choose is to, like, see the fucking Spartans. And see yeah, how they train. Dude, that would be yeah. nice. That yeah. would be nice. The Spartans, man, those guys are crazy. Or being like a, a pharaoh in ancient Egypt. Oh, yeah. That'd be dope. I would go back, have sex with Marilyn Monroe. Oh, that is the best bag anyone would ever have. If you bank Marilyn Monroe, that yeah. him. Oh, yeah. that's like one with his, like, you know, on Instagram, where you see, like, like you know how, like, the tiger. You, did you guys ever watch Parson right? Yeah. yeah, you know how we had like the Tiger Witcher after you had sex? If you saw a sign like that, you would dap the shit out of it. The person of Big Marilyn Monroe, no cap, you would dap the living fuck out of that. Are person. you ready for the next question? I mean, oh, if, if we oh. want to, go ahead. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Wait, do you want to ask a question? Yeah, yeah sure. Get, give us if I can, uh, if I can find some or one that I like. You want something more more serious or a little laid back? Honestly, we're in the laid back room. Let's yeah. do some laid back for a bit. We'll okay, get back here, to serious in a second. Here's one of my favorite ones. So my question is, what role does food slash cooking and eating play in your lives? Honestly, I feel like now it's playing a little bit more of a role, unfortunately, because I'm not as in shape as I was. But like, I think it's still not as much as, as people think because I consume so much, but I also burn it off like every single day. So I think I'm fine. I don't think... I don't. I knew how to cook. I just don't know how to cook many things. Like I can't cook a freaking like rotisserie chicken like sprinkled in like uh, rosemary, cooked at three hundred seventy-five degrees. You just turn it. Yeah. Right, you just the recipe. It, no, but like you know the the uber the uber complicated stuff that like you see on Chopped or something that's like magnificently made. Like I can't do that, but I can make it down to like the basics. You know what I mean? Like I can cook a chicken. But, like I can't do that. Like, I'm not like shop level where it's like I can flip it up 300 pans at once, catch them all at once, and then break an egg in the middle. No, like, wait, so wait, so <laughs> like, that? I think that's kind of like off topic to the question. So like, I guess like for all like how food has affected me now. Like, yeah, you're more of change. More of like it's something like I guess to like enjoy. Like I, I feel like. Like now, I, I actually like like you know cooking and like doing that stuff. Oh I guess. yeah, dude! I knew you'd like this question. At one point, I mean, like, like yeah, it, it's like food itself is like fun to like like eat, but like at, at one point, you got to see like yo like 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 how it's made and how it's gonna affect you and your health and all that stuff. And when you start playing into proportion and you start like kind of putting the pieces together and seeing like like different mixtures, I guess, as of like how you eat mm -hmm. and when you eat and all that stuff. Like it can help you personally with your health and all that. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a science, dude. Yeah, cooking and eating and all of that. So okay, well, eating is not really a science unless you're talking about like the hot dog eating. Like no oh. one's like all of them mainly like throwing no, things. Like, no, like, what's the science behind what? Oh, like what you meant? Oh, I thought you meant yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, a science yeah. of how you eat. I was like, there's no oh, science no. to it. You yeah. just eat. 
look, two people could eat the same amount of calories, but if one eats like shit and the other one eats healthy as fuck, the other guy's gonna look a lot more better and feel a lot more better. While the guy weighs like shit, you know, he's gonna look like shit. <laughs> I mean, there's also an argument that is the opposite of what you're saying, is that if you have the same calorie intake as someone else, no matter what you eat, you have the same effect. I mean, there's you, there are people that say one thing and people that say the other thing. I, I personally do don't know the... What would you lean towards? I would say calorically. Because yeah. that's I think that you could eat a 2,000 calories of vegetables or 2,000 calories of chocolate cake. And although this will provide you with more sustenance because the volume would be greater and there's vitamins and such the effect that it would have on the on the Person. way your body looks would be the same do y'all ever get yeah. like so freaking bloated that you're like damn i'm fat and then you'll like take a massive crap and then you'll be set for the rest of the year <laughs> like have you guys ever had those like i think every dude can relate to it like you've had like a crap where it felt like you were giving birth, and then once you're done, you're like, oh, man, I just actually, dropped the stone. I actually can't say I have. <laughs> really? Bro, I think you had a problem with constipation. I feel like everyone has had a good crap at some point in their life, where it's like, it's almost not an orgasm, but like, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it just feels good. It feels good to get it out. You know it's what I like mean? You're Personally, shitting and you're coming like, at the same time. <laughs> like, I guess like, I guess I can relate to like having like a stomach ache and then like taking a nice one and then like it just like okay. leaves. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I'll say just but, personally for me, you uh, take green crabs. Yeah. No, oh, no, no, not about crabs. I'll tell you about going there too. Yeah. No, the calorie like, intake thing. So it's like a big misconception you got to stop drinking soda. I drank Coke Zero for <laughs> a solid six months, like every day, probably like two cans. I mean, I'm probably gonna get like cancer from this. <laughs> yeah, like, like right now, do you like oh, yeah. still? Oh yeah, dude, everything gives you cancer. Like and, hot dog gives I mean, you cancer. Like, like baby powder. I think it. Honestly, I do think it's true. Like, like it's the it's all about the calories. But like, yes, I mean, it is really important to <clears throat> get your like nutrients and stuff from like like eating healthy food. I guess. For sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's because like whenever I like went into this transition of changing my body. And I started eating a lot more healthier. Well, to be honest, I, I cut out so many calories. So that's obviously going to change a lot. But like my skin got better whenever I started mm -hmm. eating a lot more healthier. So I don't know. I, that was the kind of reaction that I got. No, there are each the way that you set up your diet and what you eat affects more than just your weight or your body composition. But like, like he said, I drink Diet Coke every day. And I, we've, we've, Gustavo and I have a have a similar journey in, in like weight loss. Like we both Yeah, I remember it. yeah, you guys look so you three look so different. Me yeah. and Jacob stayed the same the entirety of our lives. So it's so funny. Him and I both know that I mean you can drink soda, you can eat certain things that people don't expect someone who can lose weight to eat and still do it. So then what advice if you're looking at someone over there and they're like trying to lose weight, what would be the advice that you would give them on how to lose weight? Uh, I would say deficient diet, like make sure that you're eating a lot less than you usually do. For like sure. you can still, like That's that you can still eat. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like it is volume. Yeah, yeah. what you eat is 90%. I mean, I I didn't work out when I lost weight. I just fixed how I was eating. And, and you also probably weight. had a growth spurt. That also might help. Yeah, I mean, I've been 60. Like if you're five foot and you're like 200 pounds, bro, and you're like a borderline timing. obese right there. But like timing, timing for yeah. sure. Yeah, like not eating way too, because if you eat late, like, yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, there's a, there's really a lot to it, but I mean, it, for people that want to lose weight, like it's all about like doing your research and knowing how 
certain things affect you and what you need to do specifically for yourself. There's not like a one ticket or a, a one way ticket to losing weight. So they, did you guys like randomly think, oh yeah, I gotta lose weight. Like what was the moment that you looked at yourself and it's like, was it like you looked at the mirror, uh, you saw yourself in the shower, like whatever. It's probably what it was, I don't know. For me, since like, it's so important, it was like such an important period of my time. It's just like, it was halfway through my sophomore year. And like, I was just looking at myself and like, I, I don't know, I just wasn't satisfied at all. I was eating some kind of snack and I was on my bed watching YouTube. So I was like, what the fuck? Like, it, it's kind of like when you turn off the TV and you look at your reflection, like, what am I doing with myself? Yeah. And like, it, that's how I felt. So I, as soon as, I don't know why, to be quite honest, I didn't do any research. I just changed it. I started eating the salads at school for some reason, because I knew it was healthier. I knew all this stuff, but it just, it was all discipline. It was all having that commitment of change. Yeah, no, it's definitely about just making changes to, to what to what you're doing. But no, and I, and I think that like weight loss or plays a big part into to food and the question I was asking because there's so much more to food than just eating and cooking. Like for me, I find like the science and the art behind culinary, like culinary arts, is is so interesting and. The fact that it can bring people together and there are cuisines that are shaped by different cultures and, and you can eat all these different things. And there are people out there that will not try certain foods. Like they'll go to restaurants and order chicken strips every time. And oh, my God. Oh, dude, the Mexican, the Mexican restaurants and they bring out the hamburger. Oh, my yeah, goodness. That is yeah, annoying. Exactly. Dude. Like there's so much in the world to try and, and there's so much that you don't realize that you would like. And you, you just have to try these things. Well. So then what's been the, the thing that you regret trying? Has there ever been no, anything that you like? I don't think No, so. like has there ever been anything that you tried and you're like, oh my gosh, that's disgusting. No. I really? Don't, I don't think there's, there's shouldn't be regret in trying new things. No, like I'm not saying regret in trying. I'm saying like it just tasted disgusting. Like you tried it and you're like, okay, this is not for me. I can't say I have, to be honest. I've eaten a lot of foods, but I, that's also subjective. Like your taste yeah. buds, everyone's are different. So. I feel like I'm pretty adventurous, but the one thing I just will never eat is just cheese. Like just straight up, like, because I just don't like the texture and the smell. The texture and the smell really do it. Like, like a cheese board, you wouldn't eat. Like, I would eat a cheese bar or I would no, eat like, like a, a pizza a, or like something a, like that. But no, I never, like a charcuterie I wouldn't board. eat a charcuterie bar. Oh, really? I, I never would eat. I just don't like it. The smell, the taste, and the feel. Like, See, I mean, like, it's just something that like I just can't bring myself. Like I can do it if it was life or death. Like I think everyone, like even if you're allergic to something, which I mean that might kill you in it itself. <laughs> <laughs> it might just be death. But like death, if, I mean, you would rather take your chances with that than die. Like I'll be, I'm not saying that like yeah. I'd rather like die than eat cheese. I would eat cheese if I absolutely had to. Or if I was, like, I remember I was at my friend's house and her his mother didn't know that. And she put, like, a ton of cheese on my thing. I was like, I told him, I was like, dude, this is disgusting. I'm not going to eat this. I'll, I'll eat, I'll, no, like, I didn't say it like that. Like, I ate it, but it's like, I'm not going to like eating it. Like, you're going to tell that I don't like this. Mm. So it's like, I, I tried to cover it. She knew, and then she, like, asked me, I was like, I, I just don't like cheese. There's nothing against you. The actual food was fine. But it's like, I just don't like to eat it. You know, so I, I feel like everyone has that one food where it's like you'd prefer to avoid it rather than not. Obviously, like you're just built different, bro. <laughs> but like, <laughs> uh, Gustavo, do you have anything that you don't eat that you would like? Um, you would rather avoid if you could, like not like unhealthy food. I'm um, talking just in general. Honestly, no. Like really? I'll literally, yeah, I like the I like an iron stomach, man. Like I'll eat. What the hell? Yeah. I'm like. 
no, no cap. Like I'm the same way. I remember when I was bulking, uh, I would I would want to enjoy it. So I would eat like Popeyes chicken sandwiches. Oh, I would yeah. eat that. Yeah, like everyone would eat that, but like you know, like there's some things that like people just don't like. You know, then you're telling me there's not there's something that you just don't like. Wow, that's I caught cap to you no, guys, bro. No, it's no, like, I would yeah. find something. I hated things, but once I actually tried it, oh, exactly. Yeah, that's what it's about. We need to do spill your guts or fill your guts because you guys are gonna have to eat your words. <laughs> okay, when you're so trying. the problem with that is, is I'll tell anything. Like, yeah, I that's it. I remember I, t- I asked my friend, and it's like, yo, like one of my friends suggested, I was like, she was like, if you have cam, don't do it with cam because he, he would yeah, say I'll anything, just say whatever. Yeah, like you would never do. You would rather like. Just say it, then yeah, I, I actually eat it. Don't care. I'll ask the question who's superior, men or women? <laughs> <laughs> What's your answer, though? No, oh, yeah, no, we can't do it. There's no risk right now. <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> no, it's, it's a... All right, Jacob, please save me in this case. Is there something you just don't like to eat? Dude, people look at me weird for this, but I cannot eat steak pork chop and ribs okay i can get that because i, I get can, the religious part and i get the texture part. it's not well. even a religious part it's mainly a texture part i can I, get that i get it from my dad i hate chewy meat like whenever <laughs> Wait, it's what about chewy, bacon? i just can't what about bacon bacon has to be crisp yeah, you can make it crispy. <laughs> yeah it has to be crisp i love bacon but if it's like rubbery or anything yeah. like that, oh uh, yeah, that's nah. the stuff. Like okay. I went, if you're putting I, it on a sandwich, dude, I just, I can't, bro. Is it like, red meat in general? I guess, yeah, because I love chicken. Wait, like, okay, what I about Canadian bacon? Chicken. What about Canadian bacon? Oh, he wouldn't like that. He's Canadian though. Yeah. I don't know. I, oh, sorry, you don't bro. like Canadian? Like I went to Britain and like they had like bacon, and I was like, oh, cool bacon, and it was literally just a flat bacon, <laughs> and I was like. I guess I'll try it because I never tried to eat it like that, and I just yeah, I, right. I, I, I can yeah, yeah. The, the stereotype of Britain is like yeah. get an Indian, go to the bar and then order Indian food. Yeah, yeah. like that's straight up the stereotype. Chicken masala or Nando's. Yeah, like honestly, like if you watch, if you guys know them, the Sidemen, they just always talk about this. That honestly, you know? though, like Indian food, though. like Indian food. This is the best term that I can say about Indian food, right? If it's good, it doesn't need to be spicy hot. It just has to have spices. If it's good, like the bad Indian food or the spicy one, like that's just my like. You can still have some flavor. You can you can still have flavor in it, but like that's the one you know it's not elite level. You know what I mean? Like there's different gaps to it. So like a McDonald's versus like uh uh what's it called the the steakhouse the Brazilian Foca de Chao. Foca de Chao versus there's different quality levels of meat. Just like there's different quality levels of Indian food. Like, yeah, you can tell it's like if your neighbor in your food gives you something, like you're gonna take and you're gonna eat it, but it's not gonna be as good as if you went yeah. out to like someplace yeah. where it's like built for that. But if I'm hammered, like I'd rather have a 20 piece than Fogo de Chao. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yo, McDonald's right, right, yeah, right in the morning. Oh, dude, that is a wake up call. Yeah, uh, yeah, like halal food, bro. Halal yes. food is so fucking good. Dude. I don't know if this is just me. Mediterranean is the best type of food. Yeah, Mediterranean. Yeah, Mediterranean smack. Uh, have you had yeah. a zamani? Uh, I, wait, what is? What describe that one? It's it's, it's a, a restaurant. Oh no, uh, there's one in the, the Woodlands though. Yeah, I have to remember. No, I think it was. No, it's like by a Zoe's? bank. It might. No, it's not that. <laughs> I have been I to Zoe's before. I've been to Zoe's. There's one here. Let me see if I can find it. Um, anyway, yeah, I just think it's important to to try new foods and embrace other cultures, cuisines. It looks like 
Yeah, honestly, like, I, I would not touch Indian food for like anything. I would not get close to Indian food. But then like I actually tried it and it was like good as hell. Yeah, no, it's really good. And that's that's the thing. Like I said, you just have to try stuff. And in your deal with cheese, I feel like that's like a preconceived thing that you just haven't gotten over yet. Yeah, like uh, my parents roast me because like I'll eat a pizza fine enough. Yeah. So, like I'll eat like chips or something like that. Not like nacho chips, but like yeah. Cheeto chips or like. So you're talking about like just cheese itself. Cheese in and it of itself. That has to be something in your head. Cheese in and of itself is just disgusting. Like, it's like, the same like, by it's, like it has to have something to mask it. You know what I mean? So what? So nachos like if I won't eat a nacho. Like I, like I remember this is the funniest story ever. Uh, I guess it's just a little bit off topic. I remember we went to the quiet place and me and my friend were like, okay, this thing is really quiet, right? And I was like, we were talking to him. I was like, dude, you know it's like really quiet, right? And he was like, yeah, I should be fine. I'll get some nachos really quick. <laughs> and he ordered some nachos. We go into the movie and in the first scene, there's no sound whatsoever. And he's like, eating the nachos. And it's like so damn <laughs> Dude, like Miguel, my my dude, you screwed yourself over. He couldn't eat the nachos the whole film because there was like no sound. So it was like, oh man, that was that was so great. That was probably one of my greatest movie experiences ever. It was my friend ordering nachos at the quiet place. Which, if you guys don't know, there is like a ten minute like if you smash every single sound in the movie, there's a ten minute total clips of sound. The majority of the movie is sound. Like. That that was so funny. Holy crap. That was the most fun I've ever had at a movie theater other than like Wait, watching. Explain the concept. What? The quiet, what is the quiet? Basically, it's a movie with John Krasinski and there's these aliens that like focus on sound and so they'll hear oh, everything. Okay. And so if you step like this, they'll hear. Okay. And so they'll come and kill you. So you have to like find a way to get as quiet as possible. And so the only times that he was able to eat was when they were at a waterfall, when they were, um, when the alien was attacking. Or whenever the mom gave birth. Those are the only three times that he was able to eat his nachos. The man just wolfed down the nachos in the middle of a quiet place. Like, he couldn't, because, like, the rest of them was just quiet. Because, yeah, like, yeah. you have to be in that scenario. You know, you can't make noise. So, like, if you knock on a door, you're dead mm -hmm. in the movie. So, like, the whole movie is, like, literally, like, no sound. So, like, you can look on YouTube. Like, Dude, the I'm, the I'm getting hungry yeah. right now. Yeah, Jesus, bro, come yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We'll, we'll switch topics, all right? Uh, well, no, actually, I have more. Okay. Because okay. oh, uh, I just, other than eating and like enjoying the food that you eat, I think like cooking and I mean it's just like a passion of mine. So I'm expressing that, but like cooking can be therapeutic almost, if, and like it, it can be interesting to to learn how to do stuff like that. So that's all. All right, Matt, did you want to ask a question? You haven't asked many. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can use mine, not, or use yours, not mine. Um, okay. Should I ask, like, the, like, you know, that important question? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Go okay. ahead. All right. If we never got to do this podcast ever again. Which everyone together. here is going to be able to do it again. Let's just point that out. But mm -hmm. for the sake of the question. Yeah. Wh what would you guys like to say to make an impression? Impression. Like, like an impression or to, like, leave and, like, if we die... And like, uh, this is our last, like, I'll start us off because I'm the host. And so I would like to say to everyone here, if I never see you again, or you somehow miraculously die before the week of the 15th, hint, hint, week, nudge, nudge, there's going to be another one. Then uh, I had to drop you somehow. I would like to say that you guys have all been a positive influence in my life, whether you know it or not, and that I'm always here for you, you know, 
you and your families, if you ever need anything, I'm here for you within reason. I'm not going to give you like a million dollars if I ever do that. Okay. And unless I'm a billionaire. Okay. I'm not going to do that, but I will be there emotionally and physically if you need me to. You no, know. no homo. Okay. No. I'll go next. I mean, like, if I were, if I were to, like, let's say, like, die, I guess, like, soon, man, like, honestly, though, like, I feel like every single person, like, leaves an impression on you, or, like, you, you have a memory of them, because, like, I know, I know you, like, from middle school, because you're also, like, I always see you, and you don't, you're also in my pre-cal class, yeah. like, Matthew, I know you, because, like, we always talk, and, like, I mean, every single person, they leave a certain memory with you, and so, like, with that, I guess, like, try to be the best person you are because like no matter what like someone's always going to remember you and someone's always going to like have like this one thought of you so i mean like i've kind of made a mistake because like i kind of like leave bad impressions on people i guess so like they're gonna they're gonna go down and see me like as someone else but, like in my mind i'm a little bit different so like, you just built different yeah, so, so i mean like, like if i were to die like just like bro like go ahead and start like telling me this stuff now don't tell me like after i'm dead like yo like if we, permission to if you died randomly from like a heart attack or something do we have permission to say huh i guess he really was a fat meek at the end of the day you know what i mean <laughs> like, are we allowed to do jokes or something like yes, that so, dude, like, I they're love, good yeah honestly yes like i felt I'd, I'd be honored if someone made a joke about you just hear your mother speaking he's a great son and a great man and then you hear me and Maggie laughing in the background yes. the line. That'd be hilarious. He's a great man. Because <laughs> honestly, I would do the same thing. Like if like one of my close friends like like died, I guess. I like I mean obviously I don't like, joke yeah, with the parents because that's something that oh, you, yeah, that's yeah. like a line you don't cross. But like in the corner, yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. we would wait, okay. So Jacob, what about you? Uh, if I were to die, bro. Um it's not necessarily if you were to die, it's just what impression would you want to make? You know, what would people want to hear from you? Yeah. What people want to hear from me? Dang, that's a hard one. I don't know. That's the whole point of like, this podcast, bro. Yeah, like I, I it's kind of hard because I find myself as a boring person for the most part. <laughs> I mean, you have z- we did that like personality testing. You had like zero risk taking, so I can yeah, see like, that. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm, I'm pretty boring. Like I'm, I'm a rule follower. I don't, I don't go to parties. I don't do any drugs. I don't, and I know that doesn't like make you like cool or whatever, but. Like it makes you spicy. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't, I don't do anything crazy. Like I just kind of like sit in my room all the time playing games. So, God, what would what impression would I want to leave? If you guys got something, you can go. <laughs> it's really hard. I it's, just, yeah, no, this, this is what the, this is what I wanted from this podcast is for people to have a moment that they can like really look back on and say, "All right, that was a part of this. I like this." You know, like I, I tried to bring together different types of people throughout all these. So I think that you guys all fit the bill in your own respective way. Shout out to Daniel. Uh, I know you're not in the in here right now, but like I know you would have wanted to be in here. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, but like. I don't know. Matthew, do you have anything? Yeah, sort of like how Gustavo would say, like, if you see me as a shitty person, I promise you I'm not as bad as you think I am. And, like, uh, it just it's just all that uh, how the way that person, like, pressed their foot on you or how the way they, they lay down their image of uh, who they are as a person to you. But if that person is just bad, then they're just bad. But, yeah, just I would say, like, give it a chance at least to see like from my perspective on how i am and like i don't know the thing with this question is like it's kind of like that meme have you ever seen it before like 
Hold on, before 2014 ends, does anybody like want to say? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, got a crush on me, dude. Old memes. Oh my goodness, yeah. all that. So, how did we find some of these so funny? Like these are so garbage now. Like so much stuff that tested, like the, the Yoda, not Yoda. Um, the Doge. That's pretty funny if you like do well or like the one that we talked about. The Woody, I'm done playing with you. Like that's that's a really good one. But like some of these Is ones. That a dick joke? What? No, no. You never remember, remember when like Andy? No, it was a dick joke. You remember when like Andy dropped the Woody and it's like I'm done playing with you, and then the people will crop some space on whatever they break up or something like that. Like that. That is what I mean. But like getting back to the question, Cameron. Yeah. What would you uh, say? Uh, nothing crazy. I mean, it might be cliche, but take care of yourself. Enjoy your time while you're here. Be kind to those around you. Like that, man. I'm not real uh, into messages. Well, shit. We should have done this for the final question. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, 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 no. no, no. All right, all right, okay. Jacob, uh, do you want to ask a question? I think like I can answer the one. Oh, answer the one and then ask the question. All right, double. Well, I guess what I tell people is, like, I guess every if it was everyone I knew, like from like America and everything, I guess I tell them thanks for giving me a good wholesome american experience <laughs> i gotta say like i remember when i first came here in canada i was still much like i love canada and now like i've and listened me. to the national anthem a couple times last week and i love this place <laughs> and everyone in it so honestly i just say yeah like just keep being yourselves and thanks for the experiences so long and thanks for all the fish mm -hmm. i mean I, I don't know if anyone gets that reference or not no America can be a weird place, but yeah, I think we we have the right spirit. It's yeah. a lot greater than what people make it out to be. Some sure. people really like genuinely think this country is like dog shit. Which I, I think know. to an extent it can be looked at as dog shit for sure, like, it, especially with the issues that we have now socially and like yeah, stuff. like we can definitely look some, at it as a dog oh, shit country. Yeah, there's definitely some, but there's always going to be dog shit people everywhere. It's just yeah. the rest of the people that like can they bring up the rest of the country. I think for the majority of the job, it's we just, do that well. It's just always going to be perspective, I guess. Yeah, no, matter, yeah. no matter what situation it is, it's always perspective. It could be so much worse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we could live in Germany. No, I'm just kidding. No, Germany's not that bad. Germany's not that bad. It could be like China or something like that. Like, it could genuinely be a lot worse. Yeah. Dude, okay. I'm sorry. You guys hear about what happened in Myanmar? Oh, yeah. What military takeover? Imagine if we lived there. We have yeah. our first democratic election, and the military is just like, Oh, it was the first one? Apparently. Well, I don't know if it was the first one, but it was a Democratic election. All right, welcome back. Uh, we had a little bit of a technical error. My computer died, so we're just going to pick up where we... Well, not where we left off. Just start something new, actually. <laughs> so, uh, Matthew, you want to kick it off? Though? Yeah. Why do girls hate the idea of the boys? So, like, okay, so first of all, first of all, we're not actually girls, so we can't actually speak for them. But this is just our from our perspective. Right. What? Yeah, our perception of the boys. Yeah. All right. So okay. So first of all, we have to define what what is the boys, right? So. Oh, like your drinking buddies, your the guys you would hang out with uh, constantly. You know, dudes that you are like shameless towards. Bronze sexuals. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like like the essence of the boys is sort of just an enigma because it's not something you can really explain. It's just sort of like your boys. 
Yeah. You're my homie. It's like a, it's a, it's a it's literally like a paradox. Like you just can't explain it. Like you gotta be like in it to like, <laughs> <laughs> so like it's kind of like that's why they hate you. I mean they could be right? How is it? I feel like it's like more of like not a hate, but like they just don't like it because they they kind of see like we kind of have like a better relationship from like yo, I, yo, I swear, speaking of that, I swear some dudes are better flirting with their buddies than they are with actual oh, yeah. like, oh, I yeah, swear. Really. I, I know you ain't it for sure, but like I said, me and Jacob probably are. Like honestly, <laughs> me and Jacob probably flirt better with the boys than we actually do with the actual girls. Like but it's so weird. You ever notice like yeah. sometimes like with oh sorry, you were gonna say something? No, uh with the girls, it's just like they have like their own perception with each other. It's sort of like the girls, they have their own thing, like like you ever notice and there's these little details like a, a girl doesn't want her other girl to like have her man be slept with or like have her girl uh sleep with a man because they're not getting any like, like i get what you that? mean but like obviously no one would like to see their friend sleep with their girlfriend or their no, 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 girlfriend. no 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 just like to, no that no 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 there's like certain people where like if they're not getting any they don't want their friends to get any Ah, yeah, I see what you're no, yeah. no, I don't think I'd like to hope that any of us, none of us, are here like that. I feel like I feel like that's the thing that makes the boys better because like it's like we're selfless, like like yo, like I think bro, Kim, like, yeah, got it, like Kimley did mention it. She's like some people like our group is different than what you guys see, you know. So I think that oh, that is yeah. that is that's something a that's like of that group. Yeah, like dude, if like Gustavo just told me like yo, I just fucked that girl uh, last night, I'll be like yeah, that's what's up, bro. We do. We already had that where it's like you dap someone up if they fucked Marilyn Monroe. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> essentially yeah. But it's like yeah, I feel like that the whole the new okay. Do do you guys ever let anyone new into your group? Like to the bro. boys. To the boys, boys. Yeah. Not like it's a oh, friend yeah. to the boys. Yeah, I was the new one. Like, come up. Yeah. I, I think would... everyone adds one person at some point, but there's always a limit between. Like, you always have everyone's roles, like, clearly defined in it. You know what I mean? I don't feel like there's not rules. It's just like. No, but like, there's always the smart one. There's always the really funny one. There's always oh, the one that's yeah, like, yeah, the I stupid guess, yeah. one. There's always the stupid one. Yeah, you know like, I mean? you, you, got, you, you normally just naturally put those. There's the know? one that's respectable that you use as like the front man. Like, that's the guy that you put out. Yeah, the representative. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I'm not too sure if I should call him out or like, I don't think he was calling out, but like, Jacinto with like, his whole Asian yeah. group. Like, he's the representative. Everyone else is, like, their own little thing. He's the representative. Yeah, he really yeah. is. He honestly <laughs> yeah, is. He is. He, he, he really is. is. Yeah. Jax. Oh, yeah. Jax, yeah. He really is that representation <laughs> of the whole group. Yeah, that, that's literally what it is. Oh, shit. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. Is it working? Yeah, it's working. Oh. It's working. Yeah, see? Blue light. But, right. yeah, like, that's what it is. And then, like, you know, you got your own little, like, you know, Okay, so then are you guys the representation of your group? Like, would you consider yourself to be the one that, like, if you guys were all to talk about it, like, you would put this guy out. Like, would you be the one that you would be considered? No. no. Well, you mean, like, with your, like, your guy friends or just all your friends? Your guy friends. The, the boys. We're talking about the boys here. I just feel like I don't really have, like, a the boys group. I mean, you have the girls group. <laughs> I don't, I just, <laughs> oh, man, you, you're, that, you're that one guy that, like, is like gay just to be gay, and then it's like you get into all the sleepovers and shit. I feel like you're that, you're that mean. Where it's like you, you got Nick, to that. Nick, point. That might just be your perception, man. No, yeah. I think it's my perception, but it's like I'm not gonna lie. I did think for like just because of how well, we can you talk were. about that. Yeah, do you want you want me to? Yeah, sure. Like I, I genuinely like I thought for the longest time that you were, like I knew you had that girlfriend for ages, 
But like, I still thought you were gay for some reason. No, well, so I thought you were like mixing into that group just because they thought you were gay or something. You, you know, know I mean? who someone I thought of that like too, but I, I, again, I want to call them out. Like, huh? Oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. I feel like, like there's just that that feeling. Like you just, like you just connect with them so much better than like any of us could. You know, like you just do, and it's like it's something that's like you only see if it's a gay friend or if it's a boyfriend or something like that. You know what I mean? So it's like we all naturally we put you into that second category. No, a lot. Of, I yeah. For many years, people have had like a perception of me as like a homosexual. Guy. Yeah, because the rings, like you literally fit into like almost every like stereotype. No, this is a lot that goes into it. But I mean, I paint my nails. I wear clothes, feminine clothes, but. It's just like a form of expression, like yeah, like we get, like we fully get, yeah, it. we yeah. understand, like like yeah, we, we I mean, get that. But it's like we like, just th- we just thought it just because no, of how no. you perceived it. And so. I know people think that yeah. it's like something I've known for a long time. <laughs> yeah, but it's never bothered me because I know who I am. Yeah. Okay. So so long as you know who you are, like yeah. like like I'm accepting of you regardless. Like if you were actually sure. gay and you're like secretly hiding it or something like that, I would still I wouldn't care. Like yeah, you're yeah. Cam, you know. Well, it's like, I just genuinely thought that you were gay because I thought that was the only way that people got, that a dude got into that group is if they're gay and they know that there's no threat on yeah. any of them. Or there's like, you know what I mean? Because there's always like, if there's like someone like Daniel, there's no way hell he gets into that group. They all just be like, oh, yo, he's a threat to all of us, you know? Wait, what? You know, because it's like, they wouldn't let any of us in, but they'd let Kim in because it's like, they he, they have no threat of like oh he's gonna nah, try and bone just him or something like that. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if it's as much as personality is how he like throws himself out. No, I'm not to, like. It's not like, throwing yourself out. It's, it's just like how you like want to be perceived. With other yeah. People like, like you just don't care if you're perceived yeah. as gay or not. You just you yeah. don't. Yeah. That, that, again, like with uh, Jax's group, that's how I felt like with them. Like I kind of felt like it was more so like what they present themselves. Like they were all like this. Urban typing look looking a uh, group where they were just all aesthetic, but I never thought it was like really personality because like yeah, this is really calling them out. But like when I, I I guess when I would hang out with them, they weren't like it was just really not as a, what I was like hoping for. Because I when I used to ask to hang out with them, like I thought they were like this funny ass group. Seeing them how they were online like on their snapchat stories like holy crap that looks like a fun party but like when i went to it like wasn't it wasn't as what you expected no disrespect to them it's just like i don't know i thought it was like exciting a lot more exciting than i thought but that's just how i am with my stuff but yeah it kind of like goes to show like i mean like on it like a couple weeks ago i went to like one of those parties like with uh tyler and like clay and all of them Mm -hmm. like you know the I went to one of those. It was enormous, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" Like, oh, the I thing know is, like, it's like certain people, like, they don't have like, like, on video, it looks cool, and like, thing is, whenever you're there, it's not really like, it's more of like a, it's a highlight. It's like right? it's almost like like, it's it's like a perception thing again. Like, you don't really like see it. You see it differently, and I guess like that's the same thing. Like, whenever Kinley was here, we were talking about it, like how like other groups perceive other groups, and like how I'm pretty sure a bunch of people think my group is stupid and like we do a bunch of stupid <laughs> I mean, stuff we I mean, still think you're stupid oh, yeah. if we know you yeah but like, <laughs> like, yeah. it's like we we do talk about some really serious stuff and like it's not really like a you know. For sure. i think that yeah, yeah. i'm one of the few people that like i fit in exactly with the stereotype that what i've been given is like very inconsiderate very rude very obnoxious but like whenever it comes down to it really awkward you know like i feel like i've really fit into that very well i think like that's why I think I would never do anything at a party is because I would just be sitting there just doing nothing. Like the only one I've ever been to. Everyone was literally coming down drunk, 
coming down high or coming on the couch and I was just sitting there watching a football game, you know, instead of hanging out with everyone, I was just sitting there, you know, it's like, it's well, whatever your body. Yeah. It's like, it's just who I am. Like, I don't know. It's just something that I feel like I fit right into that, you know, perfectly. That's exactly what I mean. Like with Jackson group, it's no disrespect to them. It's just like my vibe didn't match theirs. Yeah. You didn't think the reality didn't meet the expectation. And as such, even if it wasn't that bad, the reality, it just wasn't what you wanted. And so you give you like a disappointing taste. to it. Yeah. And then like, when I talked to them about it, like they were like, Oh gosh, you're such an asshole. Like, is this how like you saw us this way? And then like, ah, it was just this whole commotion about it. But yeah, I mean, I get that. We fully get like, I think we all understand yeah. that to an extent. What about you, Jacob? What would you like? What are your thoughts about like the groups and the perception and all that stuff? I think you can, yeah. I think it really just matters on how you're looking at it. And like, it's much easier to like, it's much easier to be like outside looking in, you know, and then just be like, oh, that's how it is. But then when you're actually like, in it, it's different. Yeah, and then when you experience it, you kind of start to realize that, oh, you know, maybe it's not as broad as I thought it was. It's a little bit more complex and a little, a little bit more building blocks to it than just, like, what I presumed. For sure. Mm -hmm. Everything's different from the outside. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, I I'll, I'll ask a question. I got to oh, oh, yeah, you got to head out. It's 4.50. So. All right. All right. See you, Gustavo. All right. I'll see you later. Man. Thank you for having me. All right. No problem. All right. All right. Jacob, do you want to ask a question? Do you want me to ask a question? I'll ask a question, actually. Yeah. I'll ask one of mine since I don't, I don't really. I ask, ask questions to evolve it. I don't ask questions to actually like, say it. Uh, okay. When were you guys most disappointed in yourself? In either how you handled a situation, how you talked to someone, or how you, like, just generally, like, you just look at yourself or something like that. You know what I mean? When were you guys most disappointed in yourself? That's one I'll have to think about. Yeah. I think this one is one that we're going to have to think about him. Should I go and pause it? Okay. No, no. Uh, you got it? Yeah, I got it. That's right. easy. Uh, uh, later, man. Uh, this period of like coming out from my last year of middle school going into my freshman year and then like halfway through my sophomore year. That was the most like disappointing period of my life as well. It was like the most progressive part of my life because that's where um, I was just everything I don't like in myself at all like it was just me fighting so many demons and trying to run away from them and and just having so much issues and and going into a deep state of depression and not knowing how to really handle it handle it and again like especially with the issues of like how my parents view that like it, it was just like this period of my time where I, I I hated it but again like when I look back at it I love it because it's it made it, you who you are. Yeah, it was just such a development process of like who I am and like being as a teenager, it's just like a practice of everything. Like when you're a teenager and you're out there, you're just like you're fucking practicing how to talk and like how to view things and like see things until like you're out there out there as an adult. All right, what about you? I feel like me and you probably have like along the same lines, Jacob. Uh, like with the most disappointed we've been in ourselves I think like based on just what we've experienced like with depression how bad we took it with I think me and you probably have this I think we both have the same point where it's like we took the next step you know what I mean yeah like I would say that like probably like 
I honestly agree with Matthew a little bit with like my freshman year being like probably like one of my most disappointing years, but also one of my most like important years. Cause like, that's when like I went to the mental hospital. That's when like, I almost like failed like two classes, even though like coming out of middle school, I had like eighties and nineties and stuff. And like, for the most part, I guess it was more just like, it, was, it really was disappointing myself of like letting everyone down. Cause like, that's, that's probably like, that's most people's fear. But like, to let people down. Yeah, but like I always I always felt like I needed to be there for people, like be a support. So then when I'm not like in the right mindset, I don't like that. And I just get down on myself. So that happened a lot in freshman year. And like that's when that's when like I used to like in math class, I used to like just put my head down and not even paying attention because I didn't think I could like do any of it. So I just like gave up. But then right after I got out of the mental hospital, tried to fix up all my grades and then made it to like sophomore year. That's I think that was probably, yeah. better, I think that sure. was probably like the you that like I've come grown to accustomed to now is the version of you that's the hardworking determinant. Might be a little bit on the blander side of things, but like, yeah, you are you because of that. You know? I think for me, I think it's it's gotta be the end of junior year and the beginning of senior year because I got senioritis Holy hell, so soon. Holy yeah, crap. I, I just, I took a dip. I think after, was it your class? Yeah, you were in my class, the English trials. After that, I just took a dip. Because I was just like, I didn't have any passion for anything. Like, not like in a depressing state where it's like, I don't care about anyone or anything. It's just like, I just didn't like anything anymore. So I had no depression or uh, no uh, passion anymore, you know? So I would say that's when I was most disappointed. And I think I'm still recovering from that. Like trying to get out of that zone and into like a zone that's like hard working with you guys are now hard working and determinate and just open, you know what I mean? But what, what about you, Cam? Had plenty of time to think over. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been disappointed in myself many times, but uh, I guess if I had to choose one, it would be last year when I got in trouble at school and had to go to alternative school. I mean, it, it wasn't like something that I felt terrible about, but I mean, I was disappointed in the choices that I made and, and faced the consequences that those choices have. I mean, didn't you have the highest GPA in Annex history? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you had that, so that best was, resume. Yeah, that was like- We all win sometimes. That was a cool part of it. But yeah. I, I still mean, have it, Ham. I still have that picture. But continue. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's about it. It's just like, Disappointing your parents is hard, but we all win sometimes. That's still the greatest. That's still it. I'll show it to you in case you forget. Uh, <laughs> I, I, think know, right. I know what it is. I think you remember. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was pretty proud of that one. Uh, for those of you guys who can't see, it said, uh, it's, it was on, can I, am I allowed to say yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it was on Kim's Snapchat story, like, whenever he was in Annex, he said, was told this morning I had the best GPA in client Annex history. <laughs> we all win sometimes. <laughs> you guys see the positives. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But like, that's just so, so I obviously didn't fit in there. Yeah. Yeah, no crap. Yeah, like, I'm 5.5 GPA in the yeah. middle of Annex. <laughs> Yeah, that was actually like pretty funny to find out. But yeah, yeah no, it was disappointing as a whole chapter in itself. I mean, I remember I saw you on like the basketball. That was how I found out about that. I was like, I know you were in Annex, but like, or you were like suspended or something. Yeah. 
But like I remember I saw you on the basketball court that one day. That was the day I had like the worst damn cramp ever. You remember? Basketball. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I remember, yeah, because I saw him. I was like, is that Cam? I haven't seen this dude for like a month. Yeah, nobody had. <laughs> yeah, and I see you just pooping <laughs> middle of meal. All right, okay. So then when was the most when were you the most proud of your guys yourself? Conversely. Like when were you like you looked at yourself and you're like, ah. Oh, I fucking did it, you know. I've been proud of myself my whole life. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good response, and that's yeah, pretty fair. I, mean, I wouldn't say I've been proud of myself my whole life. I'd say that I've been proud of myself. You like whenever I finally like turn in an assignment or something like that, where it's like kind of like finally the little like, things. Yeah, like the little things. Well, like yeah, I'm doing the like little things you right. Close all the oh, tabs yeah. after you just got finished. You're like, oh, that feels. Wait, you talking about like finishes no, in like no. that? Or you no, no, I thought you were talking about like jacking off. Like once you're done closing, you're like, oh yeah, as that done. <laughs> I'm proud of myself. <laughs> I did it, guys. He was like, cool. We all win sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I made it through 20 tasks. We all win sometimes. Oh, oh three hours. <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh. Uh, no, but like. I get what you mean now, but like that's just what it sounded like. You were like, because you were like, oh, and I was like, that's like exactly like every dude's reaction after they've done that. Mm-hmm. Which I swear, like, I don't know if this just like you, I feel like if you do it like two times in a day, you're like questioning yourself. And if you make it up to like five, you're like praying to God that you're a better person the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying like thinking, your, like you'll be thinking of yourself. No, like if you do. I, I, I've only made it up to three. Wait, what are you talking about? Destroy like, the summer. Oh, oh. Yeah. You've oh never God. participated? No. Oh, wait. You know who? Uh, okay. Uh, okay, <laughs> I'm going to have to call him out because he's my friend. Carlos? You know who Carlos is? Guzman? Yeah. He made it up to 12. I know. I know someone that made it up to 20. Yeah, he made it up Apparently to 12. Apparently, you, you freaking like start bleeding at like 11. During school. So, I mean, like. I mean, you can always start. Like, I remember I failed none of November, like, within one minute because I failed because I, I busted it, like, one minute in, into the day. Yeah. It was, like, 12 o'clock at night. Uh, anyway, like, getting off, getting off that. Yeah, right, Jacob, we're getting off that. That was a little bit weird. Sorry about everyone so, at home. Yeah, so most proud moment. I guess, honestly, like, ever since, like, second semester of sophomore, I felt pretty good about myself for the most part because that's when – when I got in my first real relationship. That's where my grades reached a pretty good height. That's, that's where, when your balls drop. Yeah, I guess, you know, like, and that's when I started to realize that, like, I got to start carrying some more morals with me. Like, I, I sort of was, like, seeing that I was, like, telling people to do stuff, but then, like, I wasn't doing it, and I was being, like, really hypocritical, and I was, like, all right, I need to, I need to straighten myself out. I need to, like, find some, like, morals that I can, like, stand behind every single day so that I can have that consistency and like ever since then like I have thrived off of consistency like I I love consistency now in my life consistency consistently freaking boring now I'm just kidding yeah well you know and like I'm I'm just trying to be like I am pretty boring but no you're not boring you're just not risk-taking if that makes sense. you're not like yeah I got oh, you. uberly outgoing you're, you're not boring like you can definitely have really good jokes yeah it's just i'm not very outgoing is the problem and honestly there's a problem i think that is a problem in certain scenarios it's just not in the problem with the friend group yeah and well and that's why i haven't beat myself up about it i guess yeah because like you know like my i can like 
Yeah, like I if you're doing a presentation, yeah. I can go crazy yeah. with my friends and family and really let myself like and like hear. I can like talk and like mm-hmm. be be myself. And but yeah, consistency is really what had me. And also just being able to like go through all the things that I went through and be able to like reach, like especially last year, I lost a good friend three and a half years. And then I lost my girlfriend two Wait, years. Like, him, your good friend, did he like die or did he no, just no, like no, no, no. He, he he was a DW, the communist guy. Uh, who became like extremely political and like really rude about it and like started essentially ostracizing all of us. And we were just like, okay, man, like, you know what? Like, we'll see you later, bro. Which was hard because like, it was like, he was, I guess my first friend ever, but he just, he just let his, like the politics take over everything about his life and just kind of just like, yeah, like we couldn't do anything or say anything without him like doing something about it. And then, yeah, like I, I, that was when last year was when my girlfriend broke up with me, which was like sucks because it was like it was almost past 2020. It was like the first week of December that happened. But I made it past and uh, we're friends now, not like close friends, because yeah. like, to be honest, I don't usually. Yeah, like if she, usually if broke she, up, but like if she there. wants if she wants to like talk to me and see how I'm doing, I'm not going to be like go away cuz like I don't like holding grudges. That's mm-hmm. kind of part of my consistency is that like I try to forgive and forget for, for sure. the most part. It's essential. I don't think that I forgive entirely or I'll forgive but I'll, I'll never forget. Like if someone does something that's going to really like like I don't I don't know if you guys can disagree if you want. I don't think I get angry like angry angry like at all i can get annoyed like i feel like that's something that i did do but like if you get me angry angry like if you say something that crosses the line like about my family like i i won't like go that far into someone's family like so if someone has like a special ed like brother or sister i won't call their family whole family retarded or something like that you know like i won't do that because like I, there's certain lines that i just don't cross but it's like if you do something on that level where you make fun of like Something that's clearly gonna touch me, like in that way, no homo. Or like I don't know if it sounded weird or not. But like, you know what I mean? Like if you say something, I'm not gonna forget that. Ever. Ever. And I probably won't forgive it, you know? Mm-hmm. I've had like issues with friends. Like I won't I'll try not to go that far. But like, okay, further deep question, right? Is there anyone that you like love, love? Like not like family love, like like a friend or like a different type, you know what I mean? So like a re- not not like a relationship love, but I guess a relationship love. There's, there's two different kinds of love. You know? There's like the friendship, then there's the family, and then there's that one in between. It's sexual friendship and family. I mean, I guess that could be considered in between. But like I, I would, I'm thinking like you trust each other like to the to the death. You know what I mean? Do you, okay, so do you guys believe love exists? Like true love? Like I don't really know. That not like se- not like sexual, but like soulmate love. Like that oh no. You don't believe that that exists? No. Why not? I I mean I just what power is that? What is the the it's something driving between, force behind that? Let me ask it you. is relationship at the end of the day, but it's like it's something that you don't have to be in a relationship like that to be happy. You know what I mean? Is it because that's just a bonus? Yeah. Is it because like you never felt it before, or is it that you truly just don't believe in it? I just don't. I don't know what love means. <laughs> Yeah, it is. When people say that, I don't know what it means. Okay, so so let me try and put it in this Like, I tell people I love them, but I don't know what it means, really. Uh, So then why do you say it? If you don't know, why why not ask them what is love mean? I just don't think you can quantify love. 
I think it's something that you can't touch, but you can give a feeling towards. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, for sure. I feel like there's the, the your group. I think that's friend, and then there's obviously family with your brother and your mother. And yeah. I, just, I don't know if that's. Yeah, I, that too, yeah. I didn't know if he was dead or not. I didn't want to go. No, no he, he just didn't. I was like, I didn't want to say if your dad was dead or something like that. And he's like, your dad loves him. And it's like, bro, he's dead. Uh, that's my dog. I mean, yeah, dog, that's a different type. And then there's like the soulmate where it's like, you just instantly click. You know what I mean? Okay. So it's like, like your friend is that type, family is that type, pet is that type. And then it's the one that's like in between all of them. You know what I mean? It's the one that's like, like marriage love, like that's yeah. Like, I mean, that's I, mean, what I, mean. I, I get that. I just never really like understand. There's not like a definition for the word. That is true. There's there really isn't it. I mean, and if there is, is I okay. What did you find a, a definition of Miriam? Read what that one says. It means strong affection for another arising out of kinship or personal ties. Yeah. Then I have dozens of those and then there's another that just one. makes you sound like such a fuck boy i don't know there's uh, another i don't know i know what you mean but like it just well, does like, like friends yeah, yeah i know yeah, what you mean but like, family, that's yeah. for friends and family the second yeah. one is attraction based on sexual desire dozens of those <laughs> 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 so you guys see what love is clearly right i mean yeah i think if me that's and, what it means like jacob i think we had this talk in euro and it's like you could tell that it was different than like how i normally describe someone it's like if I normally describe something, it'll be just the basic features. But with her, it's like something that just, I'll, I'll tell you after the podcast. But it's like it's something that like you can't put on, but it's like you just know that this is different. You know what I mean? Like you you just get a feeling in your gut, in your heart, and in your mind that this is actually like different. You know, like this is not like an infatuation, or this isn't a crush, or this isn't like a friendship. This is something like completely different than what you've experienced. And I think that love can be like that, or with like Miss Ash, with me, it's like, it's something that I'm not used to. It's like, almost like a nanny sort of, because I've never had a nanny growing up with like a, like another like motherly figure like that, you know what I mean? Like where a teacher is like, genuinely, I feel like they, they truly do care of it, like on that level. Like, they'll just give you a hug if you need something, you know what I mean? Yeah. And something that's like, you can't quantify like a hug, but you can't quantify a message exactly. back of like, I love you or something like that. You can like just there. like, it's yeah. something that you have to experience to understand, you uh -huh. know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like that is, I think if you experience it, you understand that it's real. Like, maybe not like, like, not like it's, it's sexual, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's, if you experience it, you understand it's real. And if you don't, then you're still a disbeliever until you get that experience. Well, then to further on that question, is love a drug? Then Is love sort of a drug? Oh, yeah, for sure. Love for sure is a drug because if it wasn't, then you wouldn't need it. Everyone needs some sort of love in their life. If you did, if it wasn't a drug, then you wouldn't need it, you know. But like the soulmate thing, that, that one I think like, that's something that like certain people don't need because they're just. I won't say built different, but just built different. What does that mean? Like, like what your there's a destiny for your. Yeah, it's like you just find someone that perfectly fits you, your needs. Like yeah, they make you happy regardless of what happens. It's unconditional. Like no matter what they say, you'll still love them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're not saying like you're born. And this person's born, and you're like destiny your destiny's crossed. No, there's a destiny. Is what I mean. Like this. Here's how I look at that. Right? There, you're gonna find at least one in your life. Like, there's no way that you don't find at least one. Because the percentage-wise, like, if you say 99.99% of the world hates me, that 0 0.001 or that 0 0.01, that's still seven. I think it's 770,000 people that still love you. You know, like, and if you say 99% of that don't like me, that's still like what? Like seven hundred, 
there's like you're gonna find a quantifiable like there's a quantifiable number of people in the world that will love you know or that you could love or something like that you know so it's like to say that it's not out there is retarded like no offense to everyone who has like a sibling or anything like i don't mean to offend you in that way to say it, 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 it actually i think the word retarded i shouldn't use naive foolish um inconsiderate i think it would be better words to describe to say it's not existing like it exists in some shape or form you just haven't found it yet. You, you need to know where to look, you know? Or you need to get an experience to like, okay, this opened my eyes, you know? So I don't know. That that one's kind of tough because you can't quantify it, like you said, but you can still explain it in some way. You just can't, some people just can't understand it yeah. yet. Yeah, and it's in people that you would, it would be the last kind of person you would expect that they would have this abundant amount of love and affection towards another human being. That's why like, I feel like love is really, really special and it, it can be something that could take over you because there is a idea of becoming overly attached. And that's where like some things could rock you over. I had this transition of my time where I, I was uh, always holding grudges. So like, I didn't really like that so much, but I turned the notch way too hard. And now I have way too much affection and attachments towards certain people in my life. It's kind of hard to let go of things. So it, it, it's all a balance in my opinion. For sure. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts, Jake? Because we've been kind of quiet during this. Well, well, yeah, I think, I think when it comes to the soulmate thing, you can match with like tons of different people, but I think uh, in the end, and what a lot of people miss is that it's really about like the amount of work you put into trying to love that person, you know, because like oh, if you yeah. if you sort of just kind of like expect it to just be like all rainbows and sunshine and you just kind of like drift along with the relationship, like you're going to get into like an argument or two and like you're going to hate them or something because you're not going to you're not going to be prepared for that like wall because you've just set up this like vision of how it's just going to be so great all the time. But because like especially like with like teenagers more like they'll have like one or two arguments over text and they'll like break up and it's like like while yes like it's you know it sucks when you have arguments trust me i have a pl i had plenty but you gotta like work around it and you gotta like compromise and like try to see each other's sides and just talk without swearing and yelling you know and like try to just because like you can, I think that, yeah, like love is definitely something you just feel. Yeah. You, you, you can't just, you just get it. And you're just like, yeah. dang that. Like, I want to be with that person. Okay. But y'all you know are talking about. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's just like some people. It's just different perspectives. Yeah. Different, different perspectives. Yeah. yeah. Like I literally just search it up. It's aromantic. It's like, it has nothing to do with sex. It just means you're not romantically attached with someone. Yeah. 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 All right, Cam, do you want to ask your question? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You only ask one. Let me think. I've got some like shorter ones and then some longer ones. Do a couple short. And then okay, one of mine is, what is the possible outcome of the craze of adolescent nicotine use? And should kids be scared? I think kids should be scared in the fact that it could really mess up your life, like in terms of financially for sure and emotionally. If you get too attached to it, you might get stuck with a particular like niche or like group or whatever you want to describe it as. I think that people should be more, more worried about it. I don't think it's at a crisis stage because I think the numbers are actually going down, but it's like the ones who are really addicted to like heroin or something like that, they, they, 
Like, you know, a, you know, heroin and nicotine. Yeah, I know, but like, like, like nicotine, it's like a gateway. You know what I mean? Like, it opens up the possibility uh, in that not way. Really. I wouldn't go that not like, like, not like you, you're like gonna try heroin because you have nicotine in your system. But it's like it might open up to this. Like beforehand, you might not want to do it, but now because you do nicotine, it's like all right, okay, maybe I might want to try this once. Yeah, but and then that one time turns into twice, and then three times. You know what I mean? These so it opens same, it up. Yeah, these are the same thoughts that people had about like marijuana. Not like since marijuana is such a progressively used uh, drug, everyone's okay with it. It's so friendly, but I feel like nicotine's sort of the same way. It's it's the same as if you would use it for, you know, doing that thing you do in the bathroom. You know, the five knuckle shuffle. That's the way <laughs> how I see nicotine and all these drugs as well you know using that kind of stuff is also a drug you just don't really kind of match it the same way i see it the same way it's a gateway if you really think about it because you could watch some things and then holy crap it opens up to a whole new uh what's it called realm of possibilities yeah it opens the door pandora's box opens the pandora's box and like it just unleashes everything yeah you know i i i I agree with that like I, i like that analogy of like Pandora's box. Well, yeah, and also just like, because I think drugs, for the most part, like, I don't do them. I'm never going to do them. But if you do them, that's fine. Does it change your perception on someone? I mean, I don't approve of it, but like, it doesn't change who they are. One of my good friends, Reed, he like, he smokes marijuana, and he's done LSD, and he's done, like, uh, he smoked cigarettes and vaped before, and he's done all that. Like, he's, he's kind of like the party boy like of our group like he's had sex with like probably more than like 30 girls holy shit he he just because he just like he goes after them like he's like a predator or something that's the best (laughs) way i can explain it like not like you know like not like a pedo but like like when he like texts girls he like he's so like i guess like fluent where like they'll just like fall for him or something and then he'll just like yeah I i don't know he just he does something right He's, he's got something. I don't know. But, like, I wouldn't say it changes my perception. And, like, drugs in my life have always been a little bit more damaging than others. That's why I don't like them. Because, like, my mom went through addiction, like, with, like, crack and stuff like that. And that was really hard. But, like, she still smokes. Like, she still smokes. And, like, yeah, like, porn and, like, video games and stuff like that. Like, that stuff can be... It's worse a, it's and even world. yeah like that stuff you can get addicted to that stuff just as much as other things i i just feel like it's just how the way society views it it's just like nicotine is really not as bad as you seriously see forward for it's just how the way society projects it there's always like that fucking commercial like this is what uh oh those, that shit was like the scariest shit ever though was, like the monster coming out the cigarette pack yeah, yeah. it's the, the trick orange yeah, yeah like those fuckheads, like, they, first of all, I bet you they never tried a cigarette in their life or never done any of that. I just, I get it. Some people don't like it because of their point of view of how cigarettes did them in their life. But it's just like, I wouldn't curse on anyone just because they've done it. I, I mean, I might like look at it and it's like, is this really like the type, if like a whole group is doing it or if like one person that like I really like care about is doing it, I'm going to be like, is this really a person I want to hang out with if they're doing this type of level? Like, am I going to get roped into this somehow? Well, and I'll think about it. I mean, I'll still probably hang out with him, but like, I'll still like be a little bit more distant than I would be with you guys or something like that. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, I know you kind of stone yourself, but like, oh my, like, but like, you know what I mean? I mean, but like, I, I don't hate you for that. I just be like, 
really? Okay. I mean, your choice, you know, I'm not living your life. I'm not going to try and live your life. Like the vaping thing, like if That's someone- That's what did, I was really wanting to, like asking you about. If someone like straight up just pulls out a vape and then like offers it to me, then yeah, I'll like grab it from the hand, just fucking check that thing. Like no, no regrets. So it's like, if you hate on me for that, go ahead. But like, you were the one that asked it. You ran the risk, bro. I think that's really wrong. Like, it's wrong to do, but like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know? but, no, I think that's really wrong because, you know, I was talking to this one chick and she was asking me like, are you okay if I like, I vape? I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't care if you vape. I just care if you like, you want to rope me into it somehow. No, that's no. when I like, I seriously draw the line. Nick, that's like a... Uh, an- Unwritten rule? No, offering something to someone, no matter what it is, is always kind. Uh, you see, like that, that yes. can be taken out of context. And the fact that saying offering to someone is always kind. So if you yeah. offer like someone a dead head, like a head yeah. or something like that's yeah, not kind, right. bro. I mean, like if you're, you're, like I get hey, what you mean. I know what you mean, but like at the hey, same I time, I have this if you want it. No, but like I still wouldn't. I would it's like hate like on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, dude. It's sort of like, hey, I have water. Would but you like, like something? Yeah. The, the problem is, like, the difference with that is the fact that I'm very openly against it. So if you offer it, that's, like, kind of, like, I don't give a shit. Like, I guess. But, like. Because it's, like, that's something, like, I'm really, like, upfront that, like, I won't drink or I won't do it. Because I've seen what it does to people, like, like close in my life. And it's, like, this is not what I want to do with my life. And, I like, I'll tell them. It's, like, if you do this shit in front of you, you offered it to me. I'm not going to accept that shit at all. Yeah, but just don't be you so. Don't, yeah, like, you don't have to. Yeah, and like don't. That's the whole point. Yeah, don't be, don't be so like, like. But like, if I told him that already, and then they still offer that, yeah, hell yeah, I'm throwing that shit. It's like, dude, I just told you. I like, don't want to I guess if they're pushing you, sure, but like, don't like destroy their stuff. Like, yeah. like, the people are gonna respect you if you respect them. Like, that's why, like, whenever people like offer me that stuff, because I've had it offered to me a couple of times before. I'm just like, no, nah, I'm good, bro. Like I just, like I just, I don't like it. I don't do it. I personally believe that it's bad for you. But if you want to do it, I'm not gonna judge you. I'm not gonna say that you're a bad person and you're you're like weak or something. Because like, man, I play video games like, like four to like six hours a day. I can't judge anyone for doing stuff like addiction wise. Like I play video games four to six hours a beat. I get bored after two hours. What the hell? It's mainly just for the friends, but. Yeah, because, like, like, whenever you're playing with friends, time goes good. It's fantastic. Yeah, like, we've but, been here for, what, an hour and a half? Yeah, hour and a half. But, yeah, yeah, like, I think I think it's fine to not do drugs and to do drugs. And I think it's fine to be, like, you know what? You do drugs. I don't know if I want to be too much friends with you, but I'm not going to judge you or anything. I think it's fine to, like, pick who you want to hang out with, but you got to be respectful with it. Like, you can't be, like, I don't want to hang out with you because you're a dirty junkie. No, you but like I wouldn't like, do that. Gotta, I wouldn't throw your shit away because you probably pay for that, like eighty bucks for that. But like, like if I'm not close with you, then yeah, I'll do that shit. Like, because it's like I'll make it apparent that like I just won't drink. Like I'll just say no. Like if it, if it's offered to me more than once by the same person, I'll, then I'll do that. You know what I mean? Well, so like if it's the first time, I'll be kind of like, dude, I don't do this. You can do it. Do not involve me in this at all ever yeah. again. And it will be like very upfront with it. But like. If you just offer it like once, I'll be like, okay, fine. I'll give you a pass, but like, I don't do this. The second time, it's like, okay, I don't care. You're getting that. That thing's getting yeeted. You know, like you offer, I already told you, you know, or if it's like a close friend, then I'll just like, and like they know, and then they'll forget, and then they'll offer, then I'll give them a pass because they just know that that's just me. But it's like, like if someone is like, like I'm not particularly close friends with, and they continuously do this, it's like, bro, just, just go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? Like, I've told you the story. It's like one of my friends, I grew distant from one of my friends because he kept offering this stuff. I was like, dude, if you offer this shit me one more time ever again, I'm going to chuck that shit into a pile of crap. And then, so I did. 
Uh, next time you offered it to me, I cut, caught it from his hand, threw it into a pile of crap right out there into the cow field. Because it's like, dude, I've warned you so many times. Like, there's only so much you can do. And I stopped talking to him after that because he went, like, dumpster diving through all this crap to try and get it because he was so addicted to it. You know, like, that. that's what I mean. Like, I've seen how far people, this man was willing to dive through a whole pile of cow shit to get his vape. Like, how far, how down bad do you have to be with this stuff to have to do that? You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. But, like, if someone threw your phone and cow shit, you'd go get it. <laughs> like, if, if someone, like, threw something valuable to you, you'd go get it. But, like, like I wouldn't like use it for you, a bit. I would have to get like, a mental stigma. If you, like, like threw this it. ring in cow shit, I'd go get it. Even though, like, this is the ring I got from my girlfriend and we're broken up, it still means something to yeah, me. I agree. Like, if, if something has value, you can't really, like, you can't really say that the, it shouldn't have value to that person because, well, you're not... You're not but like I'm not going up to you and just shoving this thing in your face. No, no, yeah, that's and not like what I was asking with this question, I was trying, I would, what to take it in the direction of like, I mean, we can take it in whatever it, direction you want, though. Way long ago, when cigarettes were new and people didn't know the effects of them, I mean, they were freely smoked, and then eventually people found out there were adverse effects, and you could get lung cancer, throat cancer, gum disease, and all of these things and research comes out and then now you have e-cigarettes and vapes which have only been around for 10 or so years and there's not enough research or time that has passed by since these things have been available to people to know the effects that they have i think that this but is, kids yeah, yeah. still use them willingly not knowing the effects i think and i do it on my own i mean i'm an yeah. everyday nicotine user so i i mean my mom has asked me this question so i wanted to Put it on to other people and see what you guys Yeah, thought. we can definitely take it. Look, okay, so I look at it the same way as I look at, at the current COVID vaccine. We don't know, even if it's perfectly effective, what effect is this thing going to have on us in 10 years, you know? Like, I think that people need to be aware of what they're putting in their body or what they're doing to themselves sure. more in the fact that, like, you don't know how you're going to turn out right now. Like, you have a good idea, but you don't know. Something could change down the line. And this could be the thing that, like, throws you forward. Now, obviously, it could give you, like, radioactive superpowers or some shit. Because it, like, stays in your body for, like, 10 years or something like that. Like a McDonald's cheeseburger. You know what I mean? Like, it could be like something like that. Or it could be really, really bad, which is what the most likely case is. Because yeah, yeah. the stuff that's been said that's been in it is absolutely, like, appalling. You know, like, this is not yeah. something that you would normally put in your body. No, people, I mean, I definitely know that it's not going to have a good effect. But <laughs> yeah. But it's just, the, it's yeah. like, it's almost like this the mirroring of the cigarette at its, at its birth. And then e-cigarette now, it's it's we're in like the same time period where it was unknown what the effects were. So then what's gonna come next after that? Is it gonna be something that's I don't know, another burden? Just, is it like you're just gonna shoot yourself up with whoo, we got everything up in here? You know I mean, mean it's just weird to think about like what are the possibilities? I mean, I've been vaping since I was 13 and it's like Do you ever regret it? No, I don't really regret that's the that's the thing like that i don't get it why some people would like just have this stigma where like i'm never ever gonna try drugs or i'm never ever gonna do this like there's like clear evidence and proven facts where it sometimes nurtures people and helps them get into a For better sure. state of their lives i don't know that. i've like, never i have never personally i'm only gonna give myself one pass with any sort of drugs or alcohol that's not like champagne on new year's eve or like whiskey and like eggnog or something like that like, mm -hmm. like the only passage is like one brownie one brownie i'm gonna give my because i remember my dad did it in college and he, he said it was the most disgusting thing ever it's like i'm gonna give myself one pass with that that's the only time i'm ever gonna try it 
and it's gonna be in a safe environment. You know what I mean? Like in front of my parents, well, they'll be able to stop me if it's like bad or something like that. If I have a battery, because you know there are people with allergic reactions. Kids like so like babes. That's another thing. People can have allergic reactions to that because of like what's in like a specific chemical is in it, and it'll like have splotches for the rest of their life, and it'll look like the freaking three-eyed fish from Simpsons or something like that. You know what I mean? You know, I'll, I'll show you what I mean. But uh, like, I know what you mean, but like I just don't. Like people can point. like really affect their bodies in that not not like that extreme. Like that's extreme. But like you know what I mean? Like all right, sorry about that. We had another turn off camera issue. This is gonna be the last part. It's gonna be only one question. Cameron, would you like to post the question? Yeah, just just a short one to wrap everything up. I was gonna ask what everybody's dream job is. Oh, oh, do you want me to go first? Mm -hmm. All right, okay, I think. My dream job originally was going to be a marine biologist. I remember growing up, I used to like have fights over little kids, not with little kids, but like fights with other kids, uh, like over like random stupid stuff, like how fast like a Mako shark could swim or something like that, you know, like stupid stuff like that. Like I would genuinely get into like, oh, I'm going to beat the crap out of you, Jimmy. It does not go 42, it goes 43 or something like that. You know what I mean? Or it doesn't grow 20 meters, it grows 19. You ate missile and just beat the crap out of each other. You know what I mean? But like, as I grew older, I didn't like. I wasn't that passionate about it as much. I'm still getting a little bit of it back. You know, I still watch Shark Week every once in a while. But like, I think my dream job is something in like entrepreneurship, so to speak. You know, like just making something that's like I've always said, make something that makes the world a better place. I know that's easier said than done to make something that's better than what you know people need or people people want. But I think that that's something that, like, I would really love to do is just make something, like, I don't know what it is, because I, I think ideas are, like, really short right now, other than, like, fuck up the stock market. But I'm thinking, like, just making something that, like, makes people smile whenever they hear of it or makes people smile whenever they see it or feel it, whatever the hell it is, use it, whatever. You know, it's, like, just making something that people can smile about, that's something that's, like, I would love, you know? That's my dream job is to make people smile. Um, I guess like my dream dream job would be uh, president oh, of Canada or of the United States. The United States, baby. Because <laughs> Wait, how is that possible? It that's the thing. It's not. He's gonna crazy. override it in the Senate. He's gonna write it as yeah, a law. So I kind of I I kind of gotta go for senator. That's like the best I can do, and maybe like a candidate. governor. Yeah. Like yeah, but because. I'm, I I love making people's life different, and I think that like one of the best ways you could do that is become the president, just sign up like a fucking yeah, like, executive really, orders. really like help them through politics. Because I find that like a lot of times politicians are just like bullshitting. It's not you know? like that. Like obviously I get it. Like there's a lot that goes into politics. Like you got to get votes first of all. So like if you're not saying desirable things, people aren't going to vote for you, and you're not going to get into power in the first place. But I just feel like I just want to be I just want to be a politician that just listens to the people who voted me in and it just takes it into consideration, forms a plan for them and is like, all right, how about this? You guys like this? Is it will this like will this help you? Will this help you guys? Will this improve your life? Like, I just want to do that for like the people in this country yeah. and just the country in general. I mean, it seems like obvious that that's the way it should be. Yeah, it should. Yeah, the government's made to serve the people. For mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, like I, I, like I was talking about this with Nick earlier, like why is it that we look at people like comedians as, as their point of view of how society is? Like specifically Dave Chappelle, like why do we look forward to him 
on how our society is rather than these politicians. Because it's funny as fuck. Oh yeah, it's funny <laughs> as hell. But it's just that the, these politicians are so separated from how our lives are. It, it's like it's so crazy, and that's why, like, yeah, I uh, I would rather have you up in office than anybody of those rich fellas that don't know what our lives are. We need the person that was like a fucking hobo to be put in the office. Honestly, well, it's just weird that they're always so old. Yeah, it's yeah. like we need a fucking. 16-year-old hobo put in the office right ah, now. That's a stretch, <laughs> I know, I know, but like, I'm just, I'm joking. But like, we do need someone like a man of the people that was raised by the yeah. people, for the people, like with 80, the people. 80-year-old you know? men. Yeah, it's yeah, like, like people are going to die rich, in office. Rich like, men, you yeah, know. Yeah, you're not like, at your peak when you're 80 years old. I mean, obviously, there should be something. Like, you, we shouldn't allow, like, a 20-year-old person. No, you have to. Like, you should. Like, there has to be a, a balance. Like, you have to have wisdom <laughs> and, yeah. and experience, but... You also have to be at the prime of your knowledge. I think yeah. that actually technically the prime of your knowledge is like the age of like 11. Like that's like whenever you yeah. learn the most, you know, no, like but that's yeah, easiest to learn. Learning. It's oh, yeah, yeah. You already know. So then six yeah. It's because like you're not going to forget it because you don't have Alzheimer's or like any predefinition, dementia, yeah. whatever you want to call it. You, like, know? Like, just you don't lose knowledge. anything. You have gained every, like 50s and 60s is like the perfect knowledge yeah. time. But I don't know if that's necessarily a perfect present time. That would be 40. Because it still embodies youth, but also embodies wisdom. You're at that point in your life, you know exactly what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I right, said, so then what about you then? What would be your dream job? My dream job, as unexpected as this might be, is to have a, uh, a florist, like a flower shop. Oh. But uh, <laughs> I love how we all have the same reaction. Like, oh. Like a, a flower shop or like a cafe, restaurant, something humble, something like that, mm-hmm. or a cooking show. I don't know. Something relaxing. <laughs> what would you cook? Just yeah, anything? Yeah, just you know what's funny? Food, like, bro. Safe has the same thing. Like, he has a coffee shop, but it's like, it has his own little spin on it. Like, he, he puts marijuana in the coffee. So it's like, it's kind of funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, like, that's cool. That's like real, like, safe and chill. Yeah, I know. I just think it'd be nice, relaxed. Mm-hmm. Or like, uh, driving. I mean, you know how now Amazon drivers, like, drive their own cars? Have you ever seen like the cars in your neighborhood delivering packages? Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if they're doing that just because of COVID, but like, I think that would be fun just like to drive. Just drive home. Yeah. I mean, that would get tiring after a while because you'll be like at two in the morning and you'll see like, oh shit, I gotta go to Maryland. I just like, like no one wants to go to Delaware or Maryland or something like that. I'm pretty just, sure like, it zones you. Uh, no, but like, like, you know what I mean? Like eventually that would get to that point where it's like, okay, we have people all over the place. If you're like in like, I don't know, Baltimore, like no one wants to go to fucking like Maryland or, some, or Delaware, like something like that. Not Maryland, Baltimore's in Maryland. But you know what I mean? Like no one wants to fucking drive to like, if you're in New York, no one wants to drive to Rhode Island or something like that. Like, or New Jersey. No one wants to go to New Jersey. Like no one wants to go to Jersey because it's like the B-tech. You're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like, it's true though. Like okay, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to travel all the time because that just gets boring. That takes the experience out of it. You know, like I wouldn't want to go to these places just to, because it's my job. I want to go to them because I want to experience the world, you know? Yeah. That is one of my goals is to travel to all 50 states, you know, at some point. I know my grandfather is like, that's the one that I want to travel the most to is Oregon. Because that's his last one that Oregon's he has to get to. Crazy. That's the last one. He, he's gone to every single state except for that one. So I want to take that journey with him and go to Oregon at some point, you know? Because it's like, I want to just get that experience that like, I'll help either someone complete that goal or I've uh, completed the goal myself, you know? So it's like, that's just something that like, I think everyone has to experience is for themselves is the experience of traveling. Like, I think that's one of the few things that like old people, like whenever they're serving, I say old people, 
elder people like over the age of like 55 whenever they're serving they're like they wish they had traveled more. and it's like if you do that job you're gonna get burnout at some point like there's not there's only so much you can do i'm know? just trying to tell you my dream job i mean i know i know but like i'm not shitting on your dream or anything like everything like no it's just, it's just that you're i just think that like talk, i don't know what you're talking about the, the dream is like for me the dream is like something that's like it's once in a lifetime you know you can never get tired of it. I feel like you would get, you personally would get tired of driving around. Like yeah, I know. Yeah, that would be dope. Yeah, Honestly. Right. That's a cool one. Huh? What would you, would you get like exotic? Like, yeah, like, uh, you ever been to a forest? No, but like, would you get like, what's the one? Venus flycaps are like the big ones are like uh, 10 feet long. Probably not you know would buy them. No, yeah, but like, you it's gotta a, make money. I mean, yeah, yeah, but like, it'd still be dope. You know what I mean? All right. I think, I think we clearly got off the rails. Did we get a, <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, for my dream job, I would probably do like a sort of supplement and uh, sort of like a workout kind of thing. A uh, store. Uh, I'm like my my biggest role model is Joe Rogan, and that's oh, like yeah. so obvious. Like uh, I really love everything that this man says. So like his company on it, that's really something I would really like to get into and try out. So like definitely, and like. You know, he's opened a lot of doors for me. Like, I used to also think, like, kind of how Nick did, like, where I thought, like, a bunch of supplements and substances were, like, very terrible for you because that's just how society's built into you. But, like, you know, he, he's brought on a lot of people to speak upon it with an open mind. And I don't really see it so reddish and devilishly how I used to. I think that another job, like another that. job that I really would like to do, but I know that I doubt it. Like I doubt that this is gonna make a big. It's like YouTube or podcasting or like uh, streaming or something like. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. something with the game. Like that would be something that'd be nice because that's something that you can really affect like a lot of people more than ever before. Now, is like because you have people that get like hundred thousand people that view the streams and then like ten million people that view their videos. You know, yeah. so that's like something that I'd like to get to at some point, but I don't think I will. Now, I'm not saying that I won't. I just don't think, like, realistically that this is going to be found by, like, a major brand or I'm going to get a major guest. Like, maybe if I did get a major guest, like, Dom 2K, that'd be a good one. That'd be yeah, good. I'm a pretty major guest. No, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, a million, yeah, a million subscribers, people, both people. Like, if I got that on, then it might blow up. I felt like when we got Daniel and Kenley, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that was when I, I was like, shit, we actually got, this is our life? This is good. This is different. Yeah, we're good. I'm not saying that you're a shit guest or anything, or neither are you, but it's like, that was like something I was like, oh, shit, we actually got these people on it. Like we could get some real clout now, and that showed in the episode because like more people viewed it because they're different. You know, mm -hmm. this is something that they weren't expecting. This is a pleasant surprise. I think that that would be the case with you. I don't know if it will be as viewed as a mixed episode. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. That'll probably be like the most viewed. Bug. I expect two hundred at least for that one. Like that's just my personal. No, it's cool to see, it, dude. That people are watching it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but like I feel like that's something that I want. So like dude to if I'm gonna touch like a large amount like a hundred like a million people or a hundred thousand or however many like the large amount would be, that would be something that'd be nice. But if I'm gonna be doing like a day-to-day -day job, just make it something that makes people smile every day would be nice. For sure. All right. Uh that's a good place to start. Yeah, anyone have any closing thoughts? Anything they want to say? Any shout-outs? I'm good, man. No one has I'm any shout-outs. Glad to be here. Appreciate it. Yeah, all right. All right. Uh, so thank you all for watching. This has been in the zone episode eleven. I, I think I'll probably post all three parts and then we'll post the mixed episode and call it in the zone part 11 or 11 part two i think that's fair all right so this is part one through three and then that'll be parts whatever the fuck however we want to be the show stuff 
So uh, thank you all for watching and see ya. Yeah, I have to get up. Oh, <laughs> 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 I should have gotten up before I did this. Like, fucking finally. <laughs> Nick, right. you kept rambling so, about, like, some shit that, like, we're not even sure you can do. I have to stop recording, so do you want to wait for the bar real quick? All right, thank you.